This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Happy Monday, boys and girls. What's up? Welcome into the latest episode of the Bostonian versus the book. He's Dave Sherapan. I am Matt Peralt. The book is horse today. The book had a weekend of driving. Dave, in totality, how many hours of sleep did you get this weekend? Counting the nap in the car between games. They yeah. left me sleeping in the car. At least they left the air on. Oh. I slept for an hour in the car in St. George. It was 104 outside, oh. and I was passed out. And they didn't wake me up. They took pictures, which will be unveiled at some point. Um, at least they didn't draw on you. Like yeah, which, which <laughs> people have done. <laughs> um, Sunday was catch-up day. Uh, yeah. A couple naps in between other stuff. But uh, Saturday was... Um, you do know, uh, you do like eight hours of content a day. You've got to, you can't do this St. George thing. This killed you. Your voice is torched. <laughs> well, we had a nice little run. We got to the semis. Ooh. And um, there was a play at the plate that the umpire missed. Our girl slid home and was safe. And he rang oh. her up for the third of an inning. And I coached first. I come down the baseline. I said, Boo. she never touched her. You missed the call. And he said, she's out. And I said, listen, I got, I was like, everyone in the park saw it. I'm trying to ask for help. Ask the base on. I said, everyone in the park saw it. I'm trying to save you some embarrassment. I said, she didn't touch her. I, I saw it myself. I mean, everybody saw it. And he's like, it's a judgment call. I'm not asking for help and get in the dugout. If oh. you say another word, you're out. Oh, I was like, Oh, hold on, buddy. So I had the, the head coach, Coach D, Danielle, went and asked him, can you ask him for help? And she go, he goes, I'm not asking for help. It's a judgment call. And you can get back in the dugout, too, and tell him to shut up. And I was like, okay, so now you know what I do. He banished me to the dugout. So the other coach went and coached first, and I told the girls, he's going to be sorry he left me in the dugout because now I'm going to be even louder and I'm this much closer to home plate. So we did the cheers with the girls nonstop for 30 minutes. That's amazing. So I lost my voice cheering with the girls <laughs> and um, now I got to do content Monday. <laughs> so I'm and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday and Friday. It's crazy. Holy yeah. mother. Okay. Well, let me let you rest for a second because today was a day I, my eyes popped open at 5 a.m. today because I knew what was going to be announced today. And it's been a, it's been an emotional morning for me because of the people who have been with me for two years with the Daily Juice podcast, finding out that, and you have known this for months now, and, and, and Matt Fair has known this for a long time, and a couple of members of the brigade, uh, as I kind of floated things out to them and asked them their opinion on things as we built this new idea, a lot of people have questions as to what just was announced this morning. So let me kind of do my best to kind of explain what's going on, Okay. 
So when Chris Grove is the owner of this company, he and I had dinner back in October. And he asked me, what do you want to do? If I could give you a blank sheet of paper, what would you want to do? And I said, this show, The Bostonian versus The Book, this is what I wanted to do. And he said, okay, if I give you guys the chance to do this show, what happens to The Daily Juice? And I said, look, I really, I have, I have a contract until June 30th, 2022. I don't want to walk out on it. I don't want to choose. And he said, look, you don't have to choose. But what I do want is when you are done, that you will take the idea, you'll come over to us and you'll keep doing it with us. I said, okay, we'll talk about that, what that looks like down the road, but let's get BVB up and running. And then we'll worry about it down the road. Well, we're down the road. <laughs> it's time now to make a decision and make a choice as to what's going to happen. So I went and had long talks about what this new podcast would look like, what to call it. I think I threw about 18 names at Dave over the last two months. Way too like, many. Over. It's over 18. <laughs> he was like, look, it's just going to come to you at some point. Like, just stop worrying about it. You'll, you'll figure it out. And so I was getting to like my wits end. And I just said, keep it simple, stupid. And it's been kind of a running joke of the juice. So this is sort of like a tongue in cheek name because people used to just say, just give me the picks, Matt. Like you're just, you're rambling on about all this. Oh, just give me the picks. I said, all right, we're going to call the podcast just the picks. And so that's what the podcast is going to be called. It's available right now. The teaser, you can go subscribe on Apple and Spotify. YouTube video will be on the YouTube channel like we are right now. The video portion of just the picks will start on July the 1st. For everybody who is wondering, like, did I get fired? Did I leave? This was a mutual thing. Uh, betting pros, I a year before I talked to Chris Grove, I talked to betting pros and I said, do you guys want this show? And they were on the list of numerous people that told me no <laughs> and said, we don't think it's going to work. Dave had the same experience. Numerous people telling us, no, we only need one person to say yes. Yep. That one person was props.com and they said yes. And then the show became a reality. So that's what's starting on July the 1st. We have our launch party and BVB brigade party on June 30th. I am like this close to being able to announce where we're going to be, but we've got 50 t-shirts for oh. the first 50 people showing up. We've got the first five people who show up will drink for free. So you're going to want to get there early. SoCal DJ got the, the hall pass from his wife yesterday. So he's coming <laughs> back over to be a part of the party coming up on June the 30th. Love it. So we'll do that coming up on June 30th with the launch on July the 1st. So you can go and subscribe right now on audio for just the picks. But I am incredibly grateful to both Chris Grove for letting me finishing up my contract. He did not have to do that. He allowed me to do that. And then also give me the chance to start up this brand new podcast. But I'm equally thankful to the betting pros people, David Kim, one of the owners, and Dan Harris, who I wouldn't, you know, I had to talk about Dan Harris and what he was. He's the guy who hired me over. Dan left the company, has left a pretty big hole in the company when he went to go chase his dream to be a federal judge and can't knock the guy from trying to be a federal judge and having a lifetime appointment. So he left the industry in New Hampshire, uh, but I, I wouldn't have done the juice without him. And I, I don't know if I would have been able to given this chance to do this show without the daily juice. I mean, it, it changed a lot of people's opinion about my place in the industry uh, and my ability to build something from scratch. I mean, some of the quick highlights, I mean, we had 6.2 million listens in two years. We had a million views on YouTube in one year. We took a discord channel from literally zero to 12,000 
And I know a lot of you guys are wondering like, Matt, is there a Discord channel? Yes, right now. Betprep.com slash chat is the invitation to come in. We have a Just the Picks channel and a BVB Brigade channel under the props.com heading on the Discord channel. And that'll grow. A lot of you are saying, what is Betprep? Well, Betprep is our sister site and it's our AI algorithm-based, information-based channel, so our, our, our website, where you can go and do all sorts of individual research and find down trends and picks and plays. And we'll have some things for the podcast, the new pod, that will come from BetPrep. So that's the relationship. People are like, I like you work for props. It's the same company. BetPrep.com and props.com are the same right. company. So I'm really happy, really excited. And I appreciate you and Farrah sticking with me and letting me bounce ideas off you guys for way too long. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's it's all exciting news. I'm most excited about you tweeting that that, that that's your career highlight. I mean, me, I immediately got placed into the second. No, we're not there year. yet. I we're, was like, we're nowhere near where we're going to be. Just giving we're, you we're shit. We're five it's months fine. into this project. Like, wait, this rocket's still on the launching pad. We got it's a lot. Good. Yeah, I'm just this will be the best thing I ever do. There's no debating that. Says but, that to everybody. No, uh, no. To the show, uh, you see I, it. No, I, I, I've, I've had co-hosts who I've hated, <laughs> and I've worked with people that I've hated. <laughs> well, so. that's one of the benefits of 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 this. I mean, and you know, the just the picks podcast. I mean, like, and I used to tell people this in a book all the time: like, fade or follow the picks. It don't matter. It's just and and like that's what is in the Discord. The guys that are already in there and the girls that are already in there. No, nobody's judging. Right. Nobody cares. It's just it, we're building something that's bigger than all of it. And mm -hmm. that's what I think, you know, you've been able to do with the juice and the transition should be natural for people to come over. And now with the bed prep, AI, and also just more tools to yeah. get there. You know, I, I, I mean, you're the first one to say it. I've been saying it for a couple decades. Nobody knows shit. Like it's hard to win. So we're trying to help you win. We're going to give you hopefully more winners than losers. Mm. But at the same time, if we're giving you information, you disagree, just bet the other side, but come back and listen. Right. And like today, hit the like button. You guys did the job. The brigade did the job on Friday. We have more likes and more, the thing got more views and all this other stuff. Like just awesome. keep doing that. Right? How, how I envision this working. A couple of people are asking the question like, well, how is this going to work? Because the juice picks became part of better to book it. Right. Nothing's going to change. It's the same thing. The, the, the plays, I'll bet overnight, and then I'll come. And some of you guys may want to wait until we get Dave's opinion on the bets. So some of you may like the number, so you want the overnight number. Some of you want to hear what Dave has to say about whether or not he likes the play or not. It's going to be the same thing. So the bets that we'll have, the picks we'll have from just the picks, will find their way to bet it or book it here on this show. In addition, I will add, if I get up in the morning, if I'm reading, if I see something, I'll have an addition and add that will also be part of the, the Just the Picks card that will go in the Discord channel like I used to do with the juice. And we'll go ahead and at everyone and say, hey, I'm adding this play to the card. Dave likes it. I like it. The B squared play will become part of Just the Picks. We'll say, okay, Dave had it as a B squared play. We're going to track everything like we did with the juice, except I'm going to bring our guys in from Sharp Rank. They're going to come in 
and they're going to track the bets. I'm just going to tell them what I'm betting and they will keep track of it and they will put it in the right categories for teams and plays and whatnot. God's so, work. Let them do that. Yeah, yeah. I want no part of it. So I was, <laughs> they've been asking me to, to, to get involved with the juice for literally two years since they started. They're like, come on, will you put it? I'm like, I can't do it. They're doing it for me. Well, now I'm like, yep, you guys can handle this. I'm just going to tell you what I'm betting, how much I bet. And you guys keep track of it because I want no part of that. So uh, it's going to be available everywhere like it is now, but it's going to be really a fun connection. It's a more natural connection now versus there was a little bit of an uncomfortable like bettingpros.com and props.com are competitors, really. So it was a little awkward. So now we kind of close that door and we make it more natural and everything. The two podcasts will live simultaneously together and really be a nice ecosystem for us. So very uh, excited to get it going on July the 1st, excited for the party coming up on June 30th. And uh, I, I think it's going to be, it's going to be a really good get fun that locked up. We got to get that locked up so today. we can tell the people. We It'll be done today. It. Yeah. It's just, we needed to get like W9 forms in a one sheeter approved and once yeah. the property, I, I got the W9 sent over. So now we got to get the, the, the one sheeter as they call it to be approved. And then once we do that today, we should be good to go tomorrow morning to make the announcement as to what's going on and who wants to come and be a part of it. And the weather hopefully will stay like this because the weather it's is not going to be insane. like this. It's going to be hot. I know. It's Don't worry so about nice. it 90 degrees is so damn nice, man. It's crazy. After, after 105 and 108 and 110, I mean, it's almost like uh, wearing hoodies. hoodies. Yes, it was 75 last night. I was I was this close to starting a fire and having a fire pit. I was like, I said to Madeline, I was like, did, so I, I was I was it was 75 degrees. I'm like, do you want to do a fire pit? He's like, let me start a fire. She was like, nah, I'm bored. It's okay. I was like, this is like the last day all summer we can do this. Do you want to do it? We gotta do it now. And she was like, no, nah, I don't want to do it. I was like, all right. So, but yeah, I mean 70 degrees is hoodie weather in Vegas. We had an eight o'clock game on Saturday at St. George. Right. And it was we got out of the car. And it was 71. We got out of the car and Kelsey got out of the car and was like, Oh, so I'm like, stop. Okay. Well, look at 71 is 61 at home. Okay. Because no humidity is a 10 degree difference. So minimum, se- sometimes 70, more. Huh. 71 is 61. That's what I always tell yeah. people when they're like, Oh my God, it's 91. It's 105. I'm like, yeah, it's like 95 though. It's like, it's hot, but it's not like, gruesome you get to 115 then i hear you then it's like oh my gosh but i think there's without the humidity it does change a lot the dry air does make it less bearable for a temperature perspective yeah well so. june 30th is going to be fun Ooh, um, baby. can't wait i don't know how much shade there's going to be but people will bring sunscreen yeah but we got shade for us though so that's all we'll be fine we'll be fine coming in it's a pool party it's a pool party what, what do you want? You want shade in a pool party? I want shade because we're going to be talking for two hours. That's what hopefully, I want. Hopefully, we'll have hats and stuff, and we'll be. Oh yeah, we'll be t-shirts. Stay. Don't get sunburned, but there's going to be a lot going on. It's going to be, be a lot of fun. So it's going to be a five-hour extravaganza. Show goes live. We'll stay and hang out with you guys afterwards and have a fun time uh, a week from this Thursday. So got to get all those things rocking and rolling, right? That's the 30th. It's Thursday. Yeah, we can this Thursday. Yes. Fourth of July. Pre-Fourth of July party. Pre-Fourth of July weekend. Coming into Vegas and having some yeah. fun. All right. Speaking of weather, how about Massachusetts? 67 degrees on Sunday <laughs> for Matthew look like, Fitzpatrick. Look like the... The British Open. Seriously, right? Like, I was like, what are they wearing? I mean, hoodies and zip-ups and... Yeah. 
a guy named Matthew Fitzpatrick won the U.S. Open in Boston. Why didn't Another I bet Matthew. this? Why didn't I bet this? This screams me. Like, why didn't I bet this? I'm a Bostonian. A Fitzpatrick won in Boston. Dummy me. Who had played there and won as an amateur? 2013. So you hear golf handicappers talk about it all the time, current form and course history. This guy had both. Mm. How, how did you not have? That's what a lot of people are asking today. Because he's choked at so many of these majors. I mean, that's why people who bet him all year long were like, yeah, I know the course history, but I can't yeah. see it. Like right. every time I bet Fitzpatrick, he doesn't come through. Right. Every time I got him top five or head to heads, like he's just been yeah. not a reliable bet. Exactly. Until he turned into one. Until he, right. <laughs> Yesterday. So here's the interesting rumor mill though, Dave. Have you ever heard my rant on golf and in, 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 in steroids? I guess not. Go okay. ahead. All right. The PGA Tour has the flimsiest testing program. Hold on, wait. I'm gonna play back. <laughs> it it has these the flim the flimsiest testing get, program. Get the shades of, on. Go ahead and kick back. Get ready, brother. Of <laughs> any, about to go of, off. Yes, of any of the any of the six major MMA included. The six major of the six major uh, what I would call bettable sports. Okay, hockey, basketball, baseball. Football, golf, and MMA. Cheating in golf, it, it is so ripe. It is so possible to cheat on the PGA Tour. Their testing policy is very easily to be beat. You know when you're going to be tested. And when you do test positive, they don't tell anyone. It's in the rules. They don't tell anyone. If you do get popped, they don't talk about it. It is baseball circa 1995. The only scandal we've ever had, the only public person to ever get suspended was, was Vijay Singh for the deer antler spray. <laughs> okay. Remember that? Yeah. Remember he got popped for deer, for deer antler, antler spray? Deer antler spray. And he, he admitted, and the only reason why he got caught, he admitted it. He said he was using it. He's like, well, it's not illegal. I'm using it. And the PGA Tour said, actually, yeah, it is illegal. And they suspended <laughs> him for it. Okay. Look what Scotty Scheffler said about the added distance for Matthew Fitzpatrick, maybe he was on the Bryson program or something. Fitzpatrick gets asked this in the post-round press conference about players talking about the added length. He's added two miles per hour above the court, above the tour average for head uh, for head speed on drivers. He pulled a three wood from 305 yards out, and people were like, everyone was laying up. That was the play. He grabbed three wood in drilled the thing 30 yards past where Will Zillatoris had put it. He said, I've done my drug test and it was negative. So we're all good. I saw that actually in the post, uh, in the post round press conference, it was uncomfortable yeah. when they asked, <laughs> was uncomfortable when he answered. And I don't think it was the appropriate time to even be talking about it. And Scheffler saying it like that right after, probably not the appropriate time. Because it's the, it's the quiet part being said out loud. They all were talking about how the hell is this guy hitting the ball as far as he is right now? Right. Because he's not a big kid. 
and yet he's hammering the ball down the course in length, as we've seen with Tiger and with Phil, when the drivers became bigger and longer and the golf ball became more springy and the drive started, they had to change the entire master's course at Augusta because of what was going on. They had to tiger proof the course had to put four, I think uh, 400 yards onto the course because these guys were turning these par fives and par fours. that were supposed to be challenging. They weren't anymore. They were, you know, driver short wedge into the greens and they became very scorable holes. It's just something to keep in mind and something to watch. Not saying Matthew Fitzpatrick is cheating. I'm just talking about the entire PGA Tour ecosystem because Bryson DeChambeau had tons of whispers around him as he bulked up and got big. And everybody was like, what are you doing exactly? Because the testing program is not rigorous. It's not like USADA with WW, sorry, with, with MMA in the UFC, where you have to go and they can knock on your door at any moment, at any time, and you must right then and there drop trial and give them a urine sample. PGA Tour is not like that. They test, I think they test the golfers three times a year. That's it. So, and they know when the tests are coming. It's not like it's two o'clock in the morning, bang, bang, bang. Hey, get up, go to the bathroom for me. Like they do with UFC fighters. It's just something that I've always been watching and wondering when is it happening? It's not if, when does the PGA tour and golf have a major scandal, a major steroid, whatever you want to call it. Maybe not steroids, but a performance enhancing drug uh, scandal of some sort. We know guys take things for their nerves. We, 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 we've seen that before. That's just like a, a known, secret that you've got the yips in your handshakes there's a pill for that <laughs> that can help you be more calm in the moment be more comfortable in the moment if it happens now in the middle of the live tour thing not good for the pga tour do you think people care whether they're doing it or not old timers do the history of the game the protection of the game they do golf was an older an older crowd golf is a baseball crowd You know what the answer is? What? Give everybody the same ball. Start with that. Make everybody play with the same ball. Start with that. Well, how about the same specs on the same ball? Give everybody a title as Pro V1. Yeah, that's a problem because Tiger plays Bridgestone. <laughs> so it's a problem. Tiger will be like, same I'm not playing that. Then you're not playing on the tour. Well, I hear you, but part of the equipment, I mean, we got to make it too much money. We'll be it's like using money. different balls for, I mean, they use I would say make the ball football uniform versus making the ball uniform. But I hear, I hear what you're saying. Yes. You can't, there is a, you can't yes. make the clubs uniform. Right. You should. Everybody use the same clubs and the same ball. Go play. Wow, Best guy wins. That? Wow. It is the only taking the drugs or not. It is same the ball, only sport. Clubs. It is the only sport that has that, that big of an equipment difference. <laughs> from, from player to player. It is the only one. I mean, forget about testing them for, you know, taking stuff. Test every club. Are they testing the clubs? Yeah, they do. Every every tournament they go Not to? Not every tournament. But they, it, it's supposed to be random when they walk up and they give me, give me your driver and they'll go and run it through a system. It's, you know, generally it's the guys who are in the lead. The guys are playing well, tend to get their stuff tested. Right. But, you know. it's It's amazing to me. The level, listen, guys are going to take every advantage they can get. This is life. Like this is people take advantage of stuff and find ways around certain things. I'm not saying he did it or not, but I don't care. 
Honestly, oh, I, I don't. Do. I do. I, I, I want to, if you make more putts and hit more fairways, did you see his round yesterday? Mm-hmm. Watched all of it. Did they, did they help him hit the ball in a fairway on every shot? He hit almost every single fairway. I mean, this is the same argument that people make about Barry Bonds in a round ball and a round bat and steroids doesn't help your eyes. That's the same argument people made with Barry. It's the same thing. Like, oh, he was a Hall of Famer before. And what do steroids do? It's a performance enhancer. What it does doesn't really matter. It enhances your performance. What about the guys that took it and didn't make the cut? Same deal. They should be penalized the same way. But didn't help them. Right. It's a performance but, uh, enhancer when you win, but it's not a performance enhancer when you lose. There so do you think Barry Bonds was helped? With, Barry Bonds. Did Barry Bonds get help with steroids? Did it help him? Well, obviously it helped him stay healthy and balls that were going 320 and hitting the fence were going 350 over the fence. But he still had to hit the ball, though. Of course he did. Still had to hit it. Still had to see the pitch. Still had to make contact. The biggest example of baseball was when Brady Anderson, mm-hmm. center fielder, for the and then left fielder for the Orioles, hit 50 home runs in a year. Mm-hmm. 24 the year before, 50, and then 26 the next year. <laughs> Never got over, never hit more than 30 the rest of the time. Never hit more than 20, I don't think, the rest of the way. Something like that. It was crazy. That's pretty good uh, to to know that stat off the top of your head, man. It's pretty good. Because I've I've used it for years. Matt, I've got model child. I I have so many arguments on steroids in baseball. I've done 20 (laughs) years on this. (laughs) I've got got years and years and years. Brady Brady Anderson is is the poster child for for using steroids, but – it, you know, in terms of uh, of explosions in years, and people say the same thing about David Ortiz, and look at David Ortiz's spikes and what he has done, and Manny Ramirez, how long he hit home runs into into his late thirties, you know, hitting bomb bombs are crazy. I, I believe that performance enhancing drugs are performance enhancing. It's not a talent drug. It's not an elixir that you go up to some snake oil salesman and turn like, hey, turn me into Barry Bonds, and I go and take the cream and the clear, and I'm going to turn into Barry Bonds. No, I'm not. You have to have the talent and the work ethic on top of what the steroid does for you. So is Matthew Fitzpatrick talented? Of course he is. Does he play golf better than, you know, 99.9% of people on the planet? Yes. But if he gets an extra 10, 15 yards off the tee, if he's able to put the ball in a place where he flies a trap versus being in the trap, if he's able to avoid a, a, you know, get it into the fairway because there's more momentum. So it comes through the rough rather than getting stuck up in the rough. Those are performance enhancing opportunities that a substance, a shot, a clear, whatever could help and could help you win a tournament like the U S open. It bothers me more that it, 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 it doesn't obliterate the record book and all this other stuff, but they weren't doing that back then. Like mm-hmm. it just, so it changes like for baseball hitting 50 home runs was a big deal. It became mm-hmm. not a big deal. You know, guys were going 30, 30, 40 became 40 was like, eh, you 40 became the norm. Yeah. Like, oh, you got 40. That's great. Like back when we were growing up, 40 was like, you had how many home runs? Shoot. I remember, I remember when like 28 was a good number on the back of a Mike Greenwell hit 28 home runs one year for the Red Sox. And we were like, man, Greenwell's killing the ball. You had 28 home runs. Now it's like, yeah, your second baseman's got 28 home runs. (laughs) If he don't, he's, he's not playing. It's crazy. Mike Greenwell. God, I drafted him every year in fantasy league. I love Mike Greenwell. He just showed up for work every day and produced. He threw threw left-handed, right? He was a lefty left handed left-handed and threw. uh, Because he played right field as a left-handed arm, right? Yeah. Yeah, He played right at Fenway with a lefty. It's very rare to play right field at Fenway and throw lefty. 
he was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just, you know, it's, it's right after the tournament. It sounds like sour grapes when the Agreed. other guys say it. Agreed. Like, just, but they just, were talking about it before the tournament. What it tells me is that people were pissed off before the tournament. And then he went and won it and he won a major and changed his life. And everyone was like, you know what, man? Yeah. I'm not being quiet anymore. I mean, Scotty Scheffler has been dominant. Won the masters has been a top 10, top five player for the last two finishes. years yeah. on the PGA tour. Right. He's been dominant. So for him to say it, it's, that's what got my attention and why golf digest put out that graphic because that was the, Oh moment. Like it wasn't some guy like the dude who got who threw his putter and broke his nine iron on the tour, a Graham, something or other grand Mason. I think the guy's name was something like that, but he, yeah. he, he went viral for having him. If he had said it, I would have gone, Oh, that come on, dude. That's, you know, you're just mad that you played like crap. But for Scheffler to say it, he was head to head. He could have won that thing yesterday. He was right there at the turn. I'm so impressed with him. Just in oh. general, I like his demeanor. He says what he you know, wants. He just plays. Like that guy just plays golf. He's going to be around a while, yeah. I think, because his demeanor is so good. Like, yeah, I'm just here playing. He'll make a shot that you're like, did he just make that? Like, yeah. you know, and he's so – you see what the Masters win did for him. Right. It, I mean, it, it changes their lives financially and endorsement opportunities, all that. But other stuff. It, it legitimized the number one player in the world ranking. It, like, even I was it, like, come on, Scotty Scheffler's number one player in the world. Give me a, yeah. and he went, won the Masters. You're like, oh, okay. Yep. Scotty Scheffler is the number one player in the world. Like, mm-hmm. okay. I, I see it now. So, yeah. And you know, he's going to be, you know, from an odds perspective, he's going to be one of the top, you know, the lowest odds of anybody for at least the rest of this year, mm-hmm. all of next year, he's going to become a, do you think he's a betting favorite? Like when you look at the board, the top 10 guys, do you, does your name gravitate toward him? I think he gets overlooked still. I think he still gets overlooked simply because I think his demeanor causes him to actually people. It causes that to happen. Cause he's, just, he's like this, like happy go lucky. Nothing bothers me. And no one really buys in. They're like, yeah, this is not real. Like this is all smoke and mirrors. This is going to blow up at some point in time. I don't know. I, I, I think you have to, if you're betting, if you're betting on it, you got to look at it. You got to at least look at his odds and look at the course, look how he's playing, look at his ball striking. He has a funky golf swing too. I mean, the way that that back foot comes off the ground is really awkward. He mm-hmm. kills the ball though. He's a big dude and he just, he's unflappable in, in, in a lot of ways. I mean, he's just going to be a, a contender for the open championship in July and then next year at the masters. And he's just, you're right. He's one of these guys. Look at the odds, every top 10 list for odds, Scotty Scheffler's name is going to be there. And that's why his, him saying that carried some weight. People were like, no one's going to talk about this. I was like, Scotty Scheffler talked about this. It's like, of course people were going to talk about this. Now it might be a whisper, but they're going to talk about this. The are also- always the big guys talking about the little guys when they win. It always feels like it's the big guys saying not big yeah, names. It's like Frank, it's like Frank it's, Thomas it's, calling out it's it's Frank Thomas calling out Barry Bunce. Because the guys who are doing it right, who are big dudes who don't need it, are like, that yeah, guy's like cheating. Mad. That guy's yeah. cheating, and I'm not cheating. That guy's cheating. So Frank Thomas it, called out Barry Bonds like crazy. Like, you're cheating. I'm not cheating. You're cheating. So if right. Scotty Scheffler is like, I'm a big dude, this little guy from England with braces looks like a 16-year-old, you know, <laughs> high school student, just beat me in the US Open. 
And he's hitting the ball past me. Like, how the hell is this possible? How are you out driving me? I outweigh you by 50 pounds. That's why they get frustrated. When you play, when you play golf, does that ever bother you? No, because I'm generally longer than everyone I play with. Generally. When I was learning how to play, everybody would always hit it by me. I was like, you, I don't care. care. Yeah, it's smart. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's if you're in the it, hole before we, them, it doesn't matter how long you hit it. It doesn't matter right. if you're bombing. Because I'm the guy that bombs a 300-yard drive and double bogeys the hole. Right. That's so. what I used to I used to go, I don't care where you hit it. When we pick up the ball in the green, I ask you, how many did you make? If we both say the same number, that's all that matters. 100%. And that then matters. I got better. And that's why golf is, is an unbelievable game because there are so many different ways to play every single hole. They don't ask how they ask how many. Yep. That's it. It's yep. that simple. So, you know, as I got better and I started really hitting the ball and they're like, you know, what are you taking? Listen, I'm at the range three times a week. That's what I'm doing. I ain't, I'm trying to learn how to hit the ball. Right. What are you taking? Oh, you got a new driver. Well, the old one was a starter set from when I was 12. I had to oh, learn how to gosh. hit that to That's then tough. get a real driver. And then the know, drivers now are crazy. They're absolutely it's silly. Crazy. The technology is ridiculous. It really, it adds, I mean, 25 yards easy onto your drive. If you have, if you get fitted with the right driver, if it's weighted right and you swing it correctly and you catch it on the screws, it just absolutely, and it like changes every six months. Like to keep up with the Joneses on a driver is hard to do. <laughs> like right. it's constantly coming out with this new technology over that, and over again. That turned me off to golf. It can. Yeah. But you know, where it was like, you got to get a new driver. I like the driver I got. I can hit it 300 when I hit it right. I'm good. Like, yeah. I, what am I going to get a new driver so I can hit it 310? Well, sometimes 10 yards matters though. And so, I mean, sometimes it matters. I mean, it does uh, about how the course is playing, but uh, I was so feeling for Willie Z. Will Zillatoris has had three of just absolute heartbreaking finishes at majors in three of the last four for Will Zillatoris. Did you think he made that putt when no. he hit it? No, because he didn't play it. Oh, he, he played it too far. I knew once he hit it, I was like, he played it too far to the left. Oh, I thought it was going in. I, I would have missed it on the right side if I were him. Like, I, I would have said, look, it, it doesn't matter where I miss it. I'm, I'm going to miss it low, not high. Because the same putt, almost the same line that Fitzpatrick had stayed up. And I would have been like, look, if I miss it, I'm going to miss it below the hole. I'm not missing it above the hole. And the I'm left side there was the pro side. You always hear that. Miss it on the pro side. Yeah. He missed uh, the putt. He missed the putt. I would have I I missed it to the right, and, and he played it too far up. And it, right when he hit it, I went, oh, no, he went left, and it went high. And I was like – and the, the announcers were like, nope, he played it too high. Everyone thinks it's going to go right, and it or it's going to go right, yeah, and it, it doesn't. Go, it, didn't. It, stays yeah. for, it stays straight, and he misses it. But I just – I feel for Zelatoris. I really do. And he's got – I mean, I talked about it over the weekend with some people like he's got the Phil feel like this feels like he's the new Phil Mickelson where he's going to be close, close, close. He's only 25, but even he admitted this one's going to sting. He had a two stroke lead on the back nine and he blew it. Oh, he'll be fine. Guy's game is really good. Mm. He'll be fine. It's just, it's hard. It's hard to win a major. It is so hard. We take it for granted because of what Tiger did, mm. and he made it look easy. And, and Phil, then, too. I mean, Phil, Phil, well, once Phil broke through, Phil well, won three Masters and won everything except the U.S. One. Open. 
Yep. You got to get that first one is so hard, but, but once you do, I think he's young enough. I mean, he'll be, um, it's 25. Is, is he Spieth? No, I don't think he's Spieth. Although there has been some comparisons to the two guys in terms of flash in the pan, be big, get a big name and then sort of drop off. I think he likes golf more than Justin, more than Jordan Spieth does. Jordan likes his life. Jordan likes to go out. Jordan likes to party. Jordan likes to be with his friends, his wife, family. Golf is there, but it's not like the thing. Zelator is from what I have been told from people who know him. This is what he wants to do. He got the Arnold Palmer scholarship at Wake Forest, had to fight his way onto the golf team. Wasn't like one of these highly sought after players had to really prove himself. He has grinded to the top. And so I think he will keep on grinding until he gets a major. And I think much like Phil, if he wins one, he may win a bunch, but boy, has he had some heartbreaking losses. Hmm. It stings. And I was pulling for him. I mean, I didn't bet it. I, I thought about betting it and I was like, you know what? I'm already owing for in this tournament. I'm not betting anymore. I'm just going to watch it and enjoy it. And I had Will Zillatoris in the top five after round one, <laughs> he was in top five after round four. Right. So I took a flyer on him. I, but I love him. I, I, I like him a lot. I like watching it. I bet on him a bunch last, last year in head to heads. And I haven't done as much on him this year, but he's just one of those players that has a really good attitude. He's young. And I thought it was funny. He was making jokes on Twitter about people critiquing his swing. And so like, he's like, yeah, the Instagram swing coaches are going to come after me for the swings I made on the back nine. But because yeah. he was blocking, I mean, he was driving the ball right like crazy. Right. And he was, he was like, yeah, you guys go ahead and critique my swing all you want, but I'm out here actually playing in the tournament. Everybody critiques everything on social media. Who gives a crap about that? Too? <laughs> well, he's 25. I mean, he's grown up with it. It's part of his life. He's a young kid now. He's been under the, the microscope three of the last four majors. He's been under the microscope on the last day coming down the, the stretch and he hasn't been able to close. And you start to get a reputation of not being able to close. Yeah, but he gets at a reputation for hanging around too. He's always around, so. cashing big checks. That's yeah. I mean, he's doing he's doing fine. Ain't nobody gonna feel bad for Will. I mean, well, I mean, at some point, I mean, I think you can feel bad. I mean, at some point, you get enough money that it's not about the money anymore. Now it's about actually winning these darn tournaments and getting the trophy. He will. I think he will. I think he'll win he'll win a major soon. Um, the playoff format for the U.S. Open is a neck a full round. Right? No, it's two whole aggregate. Oh, they changed it. It used to be 18. Now, now it's a two hole aggregate. I, I would prefer the 18 personally, but it's a two hole aggregate that they would have played. Oh, I didn't That's know that. The, I, was, yeah. I was watching it at the end and I'm like, I don't want a whole round Monday. Yeah. I, I mean, like that used to drive us crazy in the book because yeah. now with the technology, it's so easy to put a line back up and then mm. you got to take bets and then you got to, I mean, you have a whole day of in game, like, you know, guy gets up one, do you do it? And I was thinking every person in every book right now is going, miss it, miss it, Will, miss it. They changed like, all that because people aggregate. Yeah. Cause they realized that the people want a winner. Golf gambling came into play as well. They want a winner on Sunday. They don't want to go to Monday, even though no. Monday is now it's a holiday. So, I mean, they could have, People, you know, federal, right. federal what holiday. Is today? What is this called? Juneteenth. Today? It's Juneteenth. It's a celebration of the last slave that was emancipated in the state of Texas. And it became. Juneteenth? 
Juneteenth, yes, is what the initially what but it was it's called. It's the twentieth. Yeah, but ninth. It's June nineteenth is when it's supposed to be is the actual date, but they just do it on the third Monday of June. Oh, it went into existence last year. Like this is a very new thing. Is this a federal holiday? Today is yes. Is the banks federal? closed and the post office and stuff. Everything's closed today. Yes. It's a federal holiday. Schools, if, you, if you're going to school, you don't have school today. Yes, so you could have played the tournament today and people in Boston could have been there, but I'm, I'm with you on that. It's fun to watch a free 18 holes, but it's a long day. It's a long event. It's better to have it happen on that day. People buy the ticket to find a winner. You think the players, obviously, I think the players would prefer the two-hole aggregate. They don't want yes. to play the whole round. Yeah, because you're you're moving on to the next tournament. You're traveling on Monday, and yeah, yeah. And I think they they want to know who wins. They want to know who's going to win the thing. Decide it on Sunday. Don't decide it on Monday. Decide it on Sunday. So that's they they have scrapped that and gone to the two hole aggregate tournament, which I like. I actually prefer I prefer three hole aggregate. Which he lost. The PGA was a three hole aggregate, right? Uh, yeah. The, Will, the Willies yeah. he lost. He yeah. lost that to to uh to Justin Thomas. Um. So I mean, a three-hole aggregate makes sense. Play a par I like three, three, a par four, and a par five. Yeah, I like a three-hole. I, I I prefer three over two personally, but right. I just think it's that's a fair way of determining who the best yeah. golfer at that time is going to be. And then you go to sudden death if you're tied after three. You go to sudden death, and right. you, you you play it out. But I'm with you. I, I I think it's much more fun to have a winner on Sunday than it is to play 18. Even though there's the tradition and the history of of the PGA tour, uh, you know, uh, sorry, of the U S open with the PGA players playing over 18, uh, the live golfers. Did you see mm. how poorly these guys played? I just saw Friday who didn't make the cut. And I just was like, yeah, it's the top golfer was Dustin Johnson at 20 tied for 24th. Yeah. Only three of them made the cut, right? Only three made the cut. This is why I think as people look down deeper into the live tour and Abraham answer today announced he's leaving the PGA tour to go play on the live tour that the format is a little, I mean, it, it's wonky, man. It's three days shotgun start, no cut. Like, I don't know on a day-to-day -day basis. If you're, if you're going up against like the St. Jude classic or something, right? Some, some tournament that has a big impact in the market that it's taking place in, but not a real huge impact across the country, which is a lot of golf tournaments. During a lot the of year. golf tournaments, absolutely. But maybe there's a head-to-head -to, -head to be having to, to to be had. But this is why the majors are so important to these guys, because I think John Rahm is completely right. They've been playing that golf tournament for over a hundred years. Yeah, like the Live Tour's got a long way to get any. I mean, they have to get the prestige down, or at least the the type of like, you know, winning the U.S. Open means something. It's the the trophy means something. The history means something to golf fans and to golfers. I don't know. I, I'll be very curious to see what the Live Tour does. I don't know if it means anything to anyone under 35. I don't think that's entirely true. I don't know. I mean, that's not play entirely golf, true. Nothing you, is entirely true. I know, true, but, but if you if you if you play golf, if you're a golf fan, if your dad's a golf fan, your grandfather's a golf fan, there's less people playing golf now than there was 10 years ago. A lot less, a lot less watching it. Now, are you going all the numbers in the middle of the tiger rain? Is that what you're talking about? Just go back 10 years. Right. But 10 years ago was still in the middle of tiger. I mean, that, was it? That, yeah. When the U S open, when tiger woods, it, um, with the Tory prize, it was, I thought it was 10 years ago. 
Yeah, but but to, I mean, ten years. And then I mean, he was out. Twelve years ago is when Tiger had the the scandal. Twenty ten was when Tiger had the sex scandal. That was when he was like peak Tiger. So it was twelve years ago. So it's on, and then ten years, he had Heather had the went away for a year and came back, and then had the knee injury and played the right. U.S. Open when the U.S. Open and whatnot. Yeah. But, um, you know, Tiger mania. People still in the wake of watching Tiger and playing golf. Yeah, obviously, people are less people are picking up the golf club now because of the fact that you know they picked it up because of Tiger for years. He was the one that drove so much the first tee, that whole Nike experiment for a long time mm-hmm. um, to get people to play the game and grow the game. But I mean, it's still a very you know, it's not a sport played by the majority of Americans. It's not even a sport that's watched by the majority of Americans. Madeline came upstairs <laughs> and said, you're watching golf. Why do you watch this sport? It's so boring. Like if a seven-year-old is telling me that, <laughs> that like she knows that golf is boring and I've had to explain to her what's going on. And she's like, yeah, I don't care. She's like, she'll watch a fight with me. No sweat. She'll sit and right. watch M- MMA and be like, oh, wow. She golf to her is like watching paint dry. Well, that's mean, like I just base it on the kids. A lot of the things that I see and do and from being in books, you could go to a book. It ain't even on. Right. It's on a side TV. It, they, they don't even, they, nobody even wants to watch it. So but you mean not a major though, right? You mean just yeah. like a general. Masters is different. Masters is always on my sound. But U.S. Open yesterday, back nine, change the channel. Want to watch a Dodger game. <laughs> you know, they don't. Wow. They'd rather, yeah. It's just no, um, it's not like it used to be. And then, you know, before I moved to Vegas, I was the director of sales and marketing in a golf resort in Scottsdale, Arizona. And tea times and it was busy. And then it's, you know, you could start to see it drop off. And it's like, what's going see, on here? Do you see what Kendall, Kendall just wrote in the chat? I did not. What did she say? I agree with Maddie. Of course she does. She's eight. <laughs> uh, that's great. But if I take her to play golf, if we take the kids, oh, and we Madeline, go to- will, she won't. I've, I've, I literally have bribed her to come to the range with me. I said, what do I got to do to take you? I think if you hit a golf ball, you might think it's fun. You got to hit it first. You never hit a golf ball. What if you like it? I'm not going to like it. I what if you the, do? Not going to like I it. I took the two older ones down to Angel Park, and we did the okay. junior golf, um, golf week. Mm-hmm. They have oversized clubs, oversized balls. They teach him all the basics, how to do it. And it's fun. It has to be fun when they're Did they age. ever pick up a golf club again? Messed up their softball swings. Yes. Definitely. So they didn't want to do it. And, but like it does. They they went golfing with me. Like they they sat in oh. the cart. They got to drive the cart. They used to that's go what and play I, with that's me. what I want to do with Madeline. Yeah, I, more than anything yeah. else, I just want her to be able to, and she's not old enough yet, but she has to be like 10 or 11. I'm just gonna be like, look, just come drive the cart. Like, just be my caddy. That's all you gotta that's do. All. Just come drive around. I'll play golf. I'll hit you. Watch. That's all you gotta right. do. Come just, pull the flag. Yeah. And then, you know, they pull the flag and then you let them putt. And right. then, you know, on a par oh, three, yeah. you let them take a shot and it starts to kind of grow from there. We got you in your golf clubs that they ended up never touching after that. That's what happens. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. We're going to golf. We're going to golf. Because Madeline need- being an only child, only children to me, I think, are perfect for golf, golf or tennis. Because they're just tennis. used to being solo anyway. So yes. team sports, not a big family. Oh. You, don't have, you don't have siblings. So being just isolated by yourself, it kind of works. Tiger, only child, same deal, right? So like it it, it makes perfect sense. So I, I'm I'm still holding out hope that Madeline at some point will pick up either golf or tennis. I'm, I'm holding that out. Gymnastics is the other one she does. She is into that. So that's mm-hmm. the other solo sport 
it's team, but also solo. So she's into that. So I'm, I'm, I'm one for three on these things, but I'm not a gymnast. I can't do anything, but she's starting to at least getting somewhat into the idea for, you know, for, for that. All right, let's talk some hockey here. Game Someone three. In the chat, I know it's not Roll Call Friday, but their name is Bear Mallings. Bear Mallings is a Daily Juice OG. Oh, wow. He, All right, Bear. He, he, was, he lives here in Vegas. Nice. He worked. He worked for Circa for a while. Oh, okay. He he. Now I don't know. I forget where he works now on the strip. But he is. Uh, I've met him personally. We've gone oh. to UFC events together. Damn, I might know Bear. That's good. Yeah, Bear is a good dude. He's he's. he's yeah. I'm very Bear happy to see Mullins. him. Seeing him coming. He's a he's a uh, an, an admin on the old Discord channel. So I'm trying to convince him to come on over to our Discord channel and be a part of be on be on with ours and be an admin with us. So. <laughs> He loves betting UFC. Him and I, he, he's one of oh, my guys. Nice. He's one of the guys that I use as my UFC sounding board. We kind of go back and forth on picks. Bear nice. Mullins. That's like Grizzly Adams. That's a cool name. <laughs> Bear Mullins. Yeah. Bear Mullins. Yeah. That, that's, that's, it's good to see him over here. Bear is in Mikey Awesome said Bear. Oh, he's at Resorts World now. Oh, cool. He just said in the chat, he's, he's now over at Resorts World. So. Oh, Bear. okay. I might there know Bear. You may know him. Got a lot of people Bear. over at Resorts World. Yes, we do. Did you see what my daughter just said? This is how the conversation would go with my dad trying to take me to golf. Dave, let's go to the range. Me, no. (laughs) She's a comedian. This kid's a comedian. She keeps me in line every day. That's it. You want to go phenomenal? Oh, that's so good. That's great. Me, no. No. Want to go to the range? No. And Madeline's the same way. Maddie, want to go to the range? No. Why not? Don't want to. But come on, no. Like not even like a blink, like not even like a hmm. I don't know. Like nope, straight Maybe deadpan. We'll no. Nope. Together. Oh gosh, that might be fun. And Madeline would just stand there and go, "I don't want to do this. Why am I here? I don't want to do this." Like I know exactly what what I would do. It you do it. Or, well, if Kendall does it, maybe Madeline would do it. That's a good point. If Kendall does it, Maddie might go. Okay, and she might get into it, but she would need Kendall to go first before Madeline yeah, would actually end up doing go. it. I don't know. We may need to do that right. at some point. <laughs> All right, game three tonight. Any shot? For Tampa, I can't bring sure. myself to betting on it. I can't do it. I know you're supposed to. Game three, change of venue. Vasilevsky can't be this bad. Five goals in game two. Three nothing after the first period in game five, two. Five, seven no- nothing. What are you talking about? He gave up five. I, th- I, thought he, I thought he was yanked. I thought he gave up five. He gave up all seven? Wow, they made him eat seven? I thought I thought he got yanked. Wow, they played made him the whole seven game. goals. That's brutal. Played the whole game. Yikes. Two nothing after the first period in game one, three nothing yeah. after the first period in game two. Yeah. This is bad. This is like not rust. This is getting outplayed from the jump. This is the importance of the first goal. When Colorado scores the first goal, they are going downhill. And Tampa is a step behind every shift. It's not mm. just power play. It's not just the first line, it's first, second, third line. They had 12 shots through two periods. 12 shots. Like, you can't let the avalanche go like that. I I mean... We Literally just, and figuratively. <laughs> right. Like, you, you, both. That you, statement's accurate on both. <laughs> I got home in time to watch the game. The whole house passed out. I drove. They slept in the car. Then everybody got out of the car and everybody fell asleep. And I got to sit and watch the game. 
And Kendall watched a little bit with me. She got bored when it was, you know, a big margin. So I, at one point said, this might be a sweep. This literally might be a sweep. And I think that's the psychology of the bet. Now you have to, you have to really disengage from what you just saw. And, you know, they were asking Chelios and Messier, would you even let um, Vasilevsky play the third period? It's five, nothing. We're not winning this game. And the announcers, you know, Bucci and um, Levy were like, oh yeah, we would take him out. Both guys that played were like, hell no, we ain't taking him out. Because if we take him out, we give the avalanche even more fuel for the fire that we we slayed the dragon. They don't even think we can win. They don't think they can win. They took him out. We got him. And so I was like, it's great to hear different perspectives like that, right? So now, <laughs> if you thought the Lightning were going to be competitive in games one and two, didn't go right. Home team wins. That's fine. Obviously, tonight is the series. They lose mm-hmm. tonight. It's over, over. Might be over, what, Wednesday night. It might be a sweep. Can Tampa win an over game? Be surprising, man. I think it's the only way they're going to win. I don't think they can stop Colorado. Their best shot is 4-3, like in game one, winning 4-3. Right. I think they can win 3-2, but they have to have a 2-0 lead to do it. You know, they have to have, they they have to get a multi-goal lead. One nothing's not enough. They have to get two goals and then dive in front of every shot, force Colorado to open up on the back end because mm. I'm so impressed with Colorado's ability to, they can't even get close to the net. They can't forget about getting a rebound. They can't mm. even get the shot through. Yeah. 12 well, shots. Game two, they, they made a great adjustment defensively in game two oh. in Tampa. And Tampa's going to have to match that. And I just don't know if if Tampa has to change what they do, I think that puts them on a massive disadvantage. Like oh, they can that. say, we're going to play our game. We got here. We're going to play this style. We're going to play with our defensive forwards. We're not going to open it up and try to fast break with our speed. But by doing that, you're playing right into the Avalanche's hands. That's what they want. They yeah. want that back and forth. They want to go up and down the ice. Like it's that's their game. Like they would, Oh, oh, you want, you want to play with us? Beautiful. Let's go. Odd man rushes three on two. Let's put McKinnon on the wing. Let's go. And I think that that's really, I think fearful. That's why I I think they're going to give up three goals tonight. Minimum. I just, I think Tampa's got to change and Tampa plays. That's what's funny. It's still six. It's going to be six. Um, Under just keeps getting bet. It's under minus a quarter. It's, it's just, I keep losing. I keep losing. <laughs> it's, just, it's under minus a quarter. It's circa Westgate here in town. Everyone else has 20, you know, worldwide. Um, I mean, Tampa and the under. I bet Tampa and the under in the first two games. Tampa and the under again tonight should be the bet. I don't have the balls to do it. Right. I can't do it. I'm 0-4. I've gotten my nuts kicked in too many times. So I just can't do what it. What surprises you more? A Colorado win and under or a Tampa win and over? Colorado in the under surprises me more. I, I, I would, I would be very, I would be very, I don't want to say shocked, but like, unless it's four, one, 
That's right. like, I could see a Colorado win four one. I could see that. Right. But like two, one or three, one, I don't know. That seems to be a little bit on the, uh, on the, on the low end in terms of what I think could possibly happen. I think four, three, one way or the other is real possible. Right. You know, on both sides. One of the big question marks um, was who was Colorado going to start in goal mm-hmm. and Kemper's status. And listen, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter who's playing goal right now for them. If he's being asked to stop 17 shots in a game, most of them not under high pressure. Kemper's fine. Yep. Like tonight is the game where Tampa has to rattle the cage is what I used to say. Like this is what, you know, you feel this when you're playing. This was this was when, you know, like my line mate would be like, all right, somebody's got to do it. And, you you know, you automatically, you know, either spray the goalie with, with ice or you slide into him when he covers a puck, like by accident, and you just start some shit. Tonight, yeah. the first 10 minutes for Tampa, we'll know who's going to win this game. Like we'll The know. crowd, I think, is going to be on, on fire. I oh, mean, it's going to be great. The- this is a two-time defending cup championship crowd. They're not yeah. used to seeing their team down. And look, my only thing is, I know we talked about the Rangers series a lot. The Avalanche, they're not the Rangers. They got a lot more firepower than the oh, Rangers. Oh, without too. a doubt. Oh. So it's, it's just a different team. Like, it's just... No question. I mean, so here's my question. If it's 2 nothing, you know, sorry, if, if, if it's... Does 2 nothing kill the interest nationwide in this game? Does the fact that the Avalanche are up two games to none and win seven nothing, does that mean tonight people just aren't interested in this game? Um, no, because it's I feel not. like the country thinks it's over. Oh, people think it's over. I mean, it's a yeah. pick them line, and yet all these bet percentages, all these things will say it's Colorado 70%. I mean, it's it's an overwhelming thing. <laughs> I would say this would be one of those days where I'd be in the book working. People come up and be like, wait, Colorado's a pick em? That's easy. Give me that. They're laying one and a half plus 220 right now on Fandle. How can that lose? They won seven nothing. I'm just telling you, this is one of those games that seen for years. Tampa wins. That's and then the interest will be there. Yes, to answer your question, two nothing is one thing. Two nothing, where the second game was not competitive at all, definitely killed some interest. But it's Monday night, and you know you can bet on it. It's hockey. It's still the Stanley Cup playoffs. It's a home game in Tampa, which is again one of the best venues. Period to, to watch a playoff game. So I think there'll be some interest. But I mean, perception-wise, yes. To answer your question, do you think it killed some interest? I think there's I think there's zero interest in the game tonight. Yeah. I think this is crickets. I think this is just, unless you're betting on this or you have a fighting interest, you're from Denver or you're from Tampa. I, I, I don't think the country is clamoring to watch because they're expecting a blowout. If Tampa wins tonight, game four gets a lot of eyeballs. Yeah. So I, I think it's a prove it game. Like if I'm going to give you my time, I gave you my time in game two, Tampa four, three was a hell of a game. That was a lot of fun in game one. That was awesome. Let's watch game two. And it was goal, 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 goal. It was five nothing before you even got a chance to crack a beer. And people right. are just like, eh, I don't know if I want to stick around and watch that again. Cause I don't know. I mean, to be defending of, of that opinion, 
just don't know what Tampa can do tonight. That's going to be all that different other than the venue change in Vasilevsky standing on his head. Maybe he does. Maybe he plays another world, but. Well, I mean, the second, second change, the last change is big. Maybe they can set a matchup, you know, to, yeah. I don't know what line do you slow down? Cause it's not even the top line. Cam McCarr did not have a point until the yeah. end of that game. McKinnon has one assist. It's not the top guys that are doing it. It's the third line. Because they're worried about those two guys. They're focusing on those two guys, and they're getting beat by everybody else. <laughs> well, it's 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 what happens in Stanley Cup runs. It's the guy your stars are always going to be your stars, but the guys that help you win the cup are the third and fourth line players that kill the penalties, get an extra goal, score their third goal of the playoffs in a big crucial spot. Saw it for years. And this is this is what Colorado's doing. Now, Tampa's done this in the past. They're at home. Obviously, the series doesn't start until the road team wins a game. Mm. Series is over. If a road team wins tonight, it's done. Yeah, to pack it up. And then game four, there's no interest in game four. None. People aren't going to give a flip about game four. The people in the chat are asking if Scott Foster's going to officiate tonight. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great question. Hey, Scotty, can you skate? (laughs) I need some help. Good job, PB. That's a good question. That's a great question. Uh, yeah, okay. It's funny because the, the officials are, are are not even a part of the equation in in hockey, right? Like I can't hockey. name one official. Well, back in the one. day, they used to put their names on the back. You right. knew every guy, linesman included. Yeah. And they took the names off and put the numbers on. And then it became kind of faceless. Now everybody wears a shield, so you don't know. Because back in the day, they didn't even wear helmets. Kerry Frazier had the long, oh, flowing Kerry hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Koharski was the guy with the donut. Like, you know, Paul Stewart was a former player who was a, you know, a tough guy, goon, so to say. Was a great official because he let everything go. You just knew to bet the under when Stewart was doing a game. So it used to be that way in hockey, and now that's done. But, uh, I mean – you're going to watch it at least to start, aren't you? I'll watch the whole thing. Okay. I think I'm watching baseball. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I'm watching hockey. Baseball games tonight. We'll get to that. So we'll get that in, 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 a, in a second. But yeah, I mean, I'm no, I'm not watching baseball. Does watching Maddie baseball. watch the hockey? Yes. Because she, she like it. Yeah. Because we went to a Golden Knights game. So she gets it. She brought understands. it to life. Right. Mm hmm. Exactly. That's where yeah, I she mean, likes like, it. She yeah. sees she sees it. She likes the fact that she knows what shots on goal means. So she'll right. she'll, she'll track that. And she goes, Sog, SOG, shots on goal. That team's winning. Like Sog. I never well, heard of her. She calls it Sog. Yeah. It's, it, it's, a, it's a Sog. So she's like, I so they're it. up six four, six four on Sogs. Okay, that, that means they're winning, right? And like, uh, kinda not really. And so she'll sit and watch, she'll watch hockey. So it's she likes the fast paced stuff. She likes basketball. She likes hockey. Right. She likes she likes football. She thinks football is entertaining and fun. Right. Um Baseball, not so much. Golf, not so much. MMA, she'll watch. Boxing, every now and then, she'll she'll pay attention to. But if there's not high energy or high excitement with action, she gets bored. Did you watch that fight on Saturday night that lasted Which two rounds? That on, Which one? was one the, after the hockey game? Well, you mean the boxing match? The big boxing. Yeah, that guy yes, that was yes. a $6 favorite that knocked yeah. him. Oh, my yeah. 
goodness, who's that guy? Dangerous dude. Um, for, forget how you say his name, Bertrand, Bertrand. I forget how I say his name. Yes, I, I knew that. But people were betting on the dog at plus four hundred. I was like, it's a bad bet. I was like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not betting this dude. I don't care if he's an American or not. I'm not betting this guy. But the UFC card in Austin was unbleeping believable. I didn't watch one second of it. It was, it was the best fight night card I've ever seen. It was what? the most attended fight night ever, Ooh. and the most watched fight night ever. Was it in the uh, Jerry's World? Austin, no, brand new arena. They built it in downtown Austin, right on the right in the campus of how many thousand of, people? Uh, I think eight looked like it wasn't okay. big. It was small. But fight nights are normally here at the Apex. They started doing fight nights during COVID and they're normally at the Apex. With right. Like 100, 100, 200 people there. Right. Uh, so this is they took a fight night off campus to Austin to open up this new building. Gotcha. Okay. And they gave, I mean, a show is putting it mildly. Every single damn fight was a knockout. It was incredible. Wow. It was just, except the last one that went to the card, which I thought my guy Cater got robbed, but three, two, either way. I mean, it, it was, it was a tough fight to call tough fight to judge, but Calvin Cater is a dude from, you can call it the new England cartel, the Boston mafia, whatever you want to describe what he's from him and Rob font caters from Methuen mass. I'm from Andover mass. We're next door neighbors. So, you know, I, 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 I'm a big, partiality to to cater but kevin holland was amazing his his knockout was crazy like it was just like every fight was just knockout 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 on that card on saturday night it was it was an awesome awesome card um okay a couple things so and we'll talk basketball just real quick here Kyrie irving is going to be a free agent shams reported this morning that Kyrie is on the move he's leaving brooklyn and going somewhere else fantastic who who wants this guy? Like he please, blew up Boston. Please, there's only one place he can go. Lakers. Oh, content for for days. So please. Kyrie goes back with LeBron. Please, let's hope it happens. Please. They go to because the Lakers are one of the teams that they're interested. So there's they three teams. There's right. three teams who are supposedly interested in in landing Kyrie Irving. The Lakers are one of them. Who's the other two? Um, Knicks, Lasers. And Knicks. forget the, I forget, the Knicks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The Knicks. Yeah. Yes. Knicks, <laughs> Knicks, Blazers, and Lakers are the teams that, that are supposedly interested in landing oh, Kyrie Irving. It's so funny because the last couple of years in the risk room, the summertime is so boring. A lot of times in the book, you're just sitting there, nobody's betting nothing. And you start these conversations and you're like, all right, well, what does this move to if he goes here? And what is this? And I used to, I, I said it the last couple of years, the NBA off season mm. is as good or better than the season, than the regular season. Where's this guy going to go? Who's going to take him? Yeah. Who's sorry. Gonna, Lakers and the Knicks are the two uh, yeah. leading contenders yes, yes. to landing Kyrie yeah. Irving. Yes. It's fantastic. It's absolutely. Would you want, would you want him? Hell no. Would you? Absolutely not. I've already seen it. You ruined my team. Went to the NBA Finals without him. I want no part of Kyrie Irving. Get out of here. There's no doubt. I think most fan bases would feel that way. He, and do yet, you think he ever like has one of those moments where he sits down? Like there's that, there's that, I don't know if you've seen it. There's like a social media TikTok um, 
I don't know what they call it, like words you talk over as you're talking, but it's like, it's one that says, am I the drama? Am I the drama? Is it me? Am I the drama? Like, I wonder if he has that moment ever of like, I think it's me. I think nope. it's my fault that like these teams just suck when I go there and I ruin them. And like, yeah, I won a championship with the Cavaliers, but that was a really long time ago. Maybe I'm the problem. Like, it, 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 you ever, I wonder if he ever has that internal dialogue with himself of like, man, I really mess up. A lot, a lot of these teams that I go to, it's a whole lot of hype. And uh, it, it is one of the more remarkable things I've ever seen a player of his caliber. Cause when he's right and he's on, it's great. He's still a top 10 guard in the league. It's great. But, but, but he has to, I mean, it, he, he's got to do what he I mean. It's really hard for him to do that. It's not easy for him to become, he's, he's got to do what he's doing. It's not easy to do. If we could have LeBron on the back end of his career, doing what he's doing, which by the way, I saw a video of him working out in a he's New York amazing. City gym. He's, he's incredible. He's incredible. I mean, these guys, I give him credit for just showing up and being him. Right. But we we're going to throw Westbrook in there. AD maybe, maybe not coming back. And now we're going to add Kyrie to that mix. I can't wait. I mean, I hope hey, it Anthony happens. Davis, LeBron James, and Kyrie Irving on paper is psychotic. Right? On paper. In in reality, over an 82-game season is a reality television series dream. Must watch. I mean, content for days. (laughs) 15-point favorite at home against, you know, somebody (laughs) Go on the road, six-point dog to the Celtics, win. They'll be so all over the place. But, like, I'd be sitting in a book trying to say, come on in and bet them to win it all. Please come in and bet them to win it all. Because you just you just know at this point how it's going to end up. It's going to look great on paper. AD can't stay healthy. He hasn't. Nope. So I can't really count on him. Westbrook is an unbelievable player in pockets. Right. Over the time. It just don't work with the team. Can thing. you have Kyrie Irving West? Can you have Westbrook and Kyrie Irving on the floor at the same time? Nope. So you can't trade Westbrook, right? You you got to move Westbrook. You can't have him on the floor at the same time as Kyrie Irving. That couldn't work. It would be like, um, <laughs> like the, forget that Spider Man. I mean, we're like mimicking each other. They'd be right. fighting for the ball. Like all four of them would be. Well, I think LeBron's good with giving it up. But then they go after LeBron because he's not being assertive and he's right. not taking the shots. Like, right. hey, man, I give them the ball. They don't give it back. <laughs> but I like Anthony Davis, Kyrie. I like Kyrie, AD, and LeBron together. Oh, I think I that's, I, that's great. I don't like it with Westbrook. That that I don't think works. In particular, because that means he's coming off the bench, which means he's going to be disgruntled upon being disgruntled. At some I mean, point. Brand new head coach, first year head coach. Ooh. On top of all of that, walking into that, I mean, it's like you, just sit there and shut up. Like you'd be quiet. <laughs> like you, you don't get to talk. <laughs> like, let let the grown up talk. None, right. zero. What he is the Patsy is Fall guy of of Fall guys. That's <laughs> what I mean. It doesn't look like it has to look that way to a lot of other people too. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, his resume looks great. And he looks like he's had 
a lot of success. And I don't wish bad upon anybody, but I was like, no, but he, he has like a resume like Ime Adoka, but Ime Adoka went in there with a 24, 25 year old and a bunch of young stars and one, you know, 36 year old veteran in Al Horford that bought in. He's going into and Lebr- LeBron at yeah. the beginning too. Right. A lot. Like, really struggled. I, yeah. There was a lot. There was probably a lot of things being said, mm-hmm. a lot of things being talked about. Questions. I mean, they were answering a lot of questions. Smart after games in November and December. Right. Like, they got to figure it out. He was calling yeah, stop talking. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was a big quote. Marcus Smart. Basically like, stop talking, go play basketball. Like, you know, and they had to like figure it out. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's oh. it, it's it, it's really going to be interesting because the the Warriors are acting like I I don't know if I remember a championship team acting like the way the Warriors are acting right now. Like it's it's really interesting because like, the parade's going on right now. Draymond Green won't stop trolling, and like he wore a a championship a, a banner eighteen t shirt over the weekend and crossed out where it was going to be eighteen the whole. He crossed it out and said, "Not this time." And then he, he, he wrote, I'm getting ready for game seven, lock in. Okay. There's no game seven. But he said today he wanted to, he goes, if there's no speeches at the ceremony at, at the, at the parade, I'm staying at the crib. He didn't even want to go because he couldn't be on microphone and talk. Steph Curry keeps on posting the, the asleep picture. Like he keeps on doing, you know, with that, he has pictures now and t-shirts coming out on that. Boston fans were wearing t-shirts that said, um, Aubrey, his wife, is that her name? Aubrey Curry. What's Curry's wife's name? Uh, whatever his wife's name, she, it was, it was put so, it in the chat, please. That's, this is whatever her name is. Curry can't cook. So like right. now they're coming up with, she can cook t-shirts and they're wearing oh, yeah, and, yeah. and whatnot. So it's, it's just, they, they were here in Vegas on Saturday. They want it Thursday. They want it Thursday night, right? Thursday. Thursday. So Thursday night, they were at Encore in Boston. And then Friday, they were in Vegas. They were here. They were at Resorts World on Friday, uh, uh, Friday night. They went to, uh, they went to eight to smoke cigars. And then they went to, um, I'm blanking on the steakhouse um, at Resorts World that they went to, which I've been to and really good. Um, shoot, forget the name of the steakhouse, but I went there. And then they went to the nightclub at resorts world and had a whole like crazy party, which is that's all very typical, but the social right. media stuff is really kind of getting to be a little interesting. People are starting to go like, you guys are really riding this like hard right now. <laughs> like You're really on this, this point of like what happened. So it's crazy how they build you up, knock you down and like, you know, but they, they, they they're doing to themselves though. Right now, this is, they, yeah, they, they were going to get do it anyway. Like that's just, it's, it's yeah. I got no qualms with it. People get upset about it and like, Oh, you know, the hell with those guys. They don't know how to win. And, you know, no, talking, they know how to win. They, they're just that. talking more now because no, you can be a good winner or be a they shitty talk because they took so much heat after they finished in last place and then got knocked out in the play in round the yeah. injuries to clay Thompson, the injuries to Curry, they, they had to eat so much shit over the point of our bunch of years. They're yeah. just all letting it out. But oftentimes that people get nervous about that though, because like now you're letting the air out of the balloon and it's like, you know, you got to come back and do it again, right? Like you guys are going to be focused next year. Can you do that? You have the Western conference it's going to be really tough to do. So people just, just pointing it out that this is different. They're treating the fourth ring much differently than they did the other previous three with how they got it. Maybe it was harder to get. I mean, that's why it was so, way harder to get. So I mean, that's why they act like this. Yeah. Uh, one other player that might be on the move, according to an offshore, they've got Bradley Beal to the Celtics as the odds on favorite here. Bradley Beal is real tight 
with a couple of players on the Boston Celtics roster at the moment. Damn. I mean, Bradley, I mean, that, that, that would give them three wings. I don't, can you, can you play Beal, you know, Brown and Tatum together on the court? Wow. That would seem to be a little hard for me. I don't know. If, I don't know it if I buy Aisha, into that. Aisha Curry. Okay. Thank Aisha. you. Thank you. Thank you. Chad. Um, Hell, Boston's, Boston's three to one. Portland's four to one. Miami's five to one. Brooklyn's six to one. Atlanta seven to one for Bradley Beal, where he may wind up. So fun to do those markets when nobody bets them and you can put it up and just talk shit like it's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's that's awesome. They have no idea where he's going either. You can just put up. Well, Boston's goals. been the odds on rumor. Boston tried to land him at the of trade course. deadline. Um, yeah. I mean, Bradley Beal has been. Do they get him guy. and move somebody or do they get him and just add to? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think that they would have to trade to get him. He's not a free agent. So I know, but to, like, do you had to be traded do, to him? Do you send, do you send Brown? No, God, no. But Marcus Smart, maybe. Oh, man, I don't know. Marcus Smart is such a dog defensively. I would I agree just, with that. Like Bradley Beal looks like one of those guys. I mean, he's a dog when he needs to score and wants to score. I think adding him and keeping the core the same would be fantastic. I think it'd be awesome. But I think roles would have to change. You know, roles would have to change a lot because – I mean, I would not move. Robert Williams would be off the table. Gotta I wouldn't even consider. I wouldn't even consider it. I wouldn't consider Jalen Brown. Um, I just don't know what Boston's got. I mean, to make this to make it work, how right. do they make it work? How do they, how do they do it salary wise for him to go there? But I mean, Bradley Beal can be a perennial All Star, and can be he could be the grown up when the game's on the line. And you need someone to take that shot. Who? Beal? Yep. The guy he may stunt. Unflappable. He may stunt Tatum a little bit in his development, but I think we've seen that Jason Tatum, he had a hundred turnovers in the postseason. No one's ever had a hundred turnovers. <laughs> he needs the ball he, a lot. He needs he needs the ball less. <laughs> he needs exactly. the ball a little bit. That's he what, needs to be I mean, on the ball a little bit less. Right. So you get a guy like Beal. Yeah. He's you know, it's going to take the ball out of Tatum's. It's going to take the ball out of everybody's. I mean, think about it. You're going to have Beal, Brown, Tatum, Horford, and Williams on the court at the same time. Beal, Brown, Tatum, Tatum get their own Williams, bees, bees. Williams, and Horford. Is Horford I mean, coming a, back? Yeah, I hope so. I really do. I really hope he's coming back. I'll be sad if he hangs it up. Go for one more ride. Go see if you can win it next year. You're so you're so close. He's yeah, such an important presence in that yeah. locker room. Yeah, he got to come back. I don't know. That's I mean that is that the is that the um, the free agent move? That's a, Beal has been the, the top of the list as far as favorites. I don't know how much. Like I always think of it in terms of odds. Of course, I don't think it moves the odds much for Boston at all. It doesn't because they're already it just there. Makes, but if just Beal makes goes them better. Clippers or something does that. Yeah, why are the Clippers so heavily favored right now? I do not why? understand it. And Paul George, because they've got 
I mean, talk about dogs. They got the dog. <laughs> I mean, defensively, they've got guys who would get up in your grill. Offensively, they can be dominant. If Kawhi Leonard comes back healthy and motivated, he's still a top five player in the game. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, Kawhi is Kawhi. I mean, he's healthy and right. Look out. And then you add Paul George, who could be healthy and right. And they're going to have a, people are going to have a problem with them. Beal going to the Celtics is big. If it happens, it's this is the only move. The only real move I think Boston makes that could change their play next year. And Tatum and Brett and Beal have been extremely tight for years. Basically, it's big brother. So. It's so different now. Like these guys all have these relationships, that, you know, off the court. I mean, I don't mind it. I, you know, old timers get all mad. Oh, they shouldn't be friends. Shut up. Like oh no, but I but if you bring them together though, yeah, I mean it could it could be really explosive. They've wanted to play together for a long time. They've talked about playing together for a long time. So you if you do it, now you can really see what what can happen. I, right. I like it. A, I I love if Beal winds up with the Boston Celtics, it would be it's not gonna change the odds, but I think it does give them in the playoffs. It gives them that weapon that they don't have right now. Sets those expectations at the top. They already are there. Can't go higher than where they are now. Expectations can only go down. This team can only fail. They have one thing they can do next year. Win the ring. That's it. Welcome to Boston. I mean, people gave people give you the chance to be, they'll be patient with you until you deliver. And now the bar is where the bar is. You can't go down. Right. You're expected to be back in the Eastern Conference Finals. You're expected <laughs> to be back in the NBA Finals, and you're expected to win it now. Right. Second if you don't, head coach, if you don't now, it's on the roster. Here comes the narrative. Tatum's not clutch. Tatum can't win. Can't handle the pressure. Can't handle the spotlight. Man, it's brutal. Life. They're roasting him now. I mean, people in Boston are kind of going, whoa, 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 whoa. Like they're pumped. They're pushing back. But like nationally, Jason Tatum on the talking head shows is getting roasted. People are just taking that kid apart at the moment for what he's done. So we'll watch that. Uh, how about this pirate rookie major league winter yesterday? That's you right. see this kid? Three home runs. First that? rookie to hit three home runs in a game, including a walk-off yes, against the Giants yesterday. Yes, sir. What year does this kid play for the Yankees? I mean, you got to <laughs> say that right now. Like, seriously. <laughs> Hashtag, that's bullshit. All right. That's, that's, that's when does when does Zorowski play for the Yankees? Twenty twenty five. When is he the starting left fielder for the Yankees? He's probably got no no years to arbitration, so it might be a couple. It's not even nice. I mean, they get a nice win yesterday. Salvage getting swept at home against the Giants. And I bet the run line, of course, on that game. <laughs> so that burned me, of course. Some kid hits three a lot home of runs. People. It's how cold I am. Kid hits three home <laughs> runs, including a walk off. Their whole offense. <laughs> Goodness Their entire gracious. offense was one bat, one bat the entire time. The Giants could not get this kid out. It's weird how you can have a day like that, though, right? So it's fun. His name is Zawinski. 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 Um, Zawinski. Um, they'll love him. They'll love him in Pittsburgh, you know, and you can't the last, spell. The last name alone is that they'll love him. You can't spell win without Sawinski, you know, I mean, like it's all there. Kevin, right. Kevin Rogers from Vegas insider texted me that line yesterday. I love it. 
I don't like the fact that you said he's going to be Yankee. That was not, that was just not nice. Uh, some injuries that could move some numbers. Padres have been dealing with the Tatis news and now they got Manny Machado who has been awesome this year for them. He's been their offense and he had a bad collision at first base yesterday, turns the ankle. It's not broken. But man, if you're the you're the Padres, you're right there behind the Dodgers. You got to be like, what's next? Everything's going right except for the injury bug. It's unbelievable how San Diego feels like they're getting closer. They're getting closer every year, and then something like this happens. And well, they survived Tatis in the right there. Now they got to survive this. It's a lot to ask. Oh, it's a lot to ask, and we'll see how long they can. They're the two games thing. back in the loss column. They're right there. They're right there. They're right there. Um, on Friday, on the pregame show on Apple TV, LG, Lauren Gardner, asked me about the NL MVP. And I said, Machado's live. He was like plus 450. I put it on him. Blame me. Turn his ankle. He's out. You immediately put Goldschmidt. Now he's a clear favorite. You have to move. Betts went on the DL. Machado went on the DL or IL, whatever you call it now. Um, yeah. Bryce Harper's numbers immediately came down. Friday on the show, it was 12 to 1. It's 850 today at FanDuel. So you have to watch Bryce. And then Acuna Jr. was 20 to 1 or 25 to 1 on the show. He's 15. And Alonzo. I mean, yes, he does just hit home runs and knock RBIs, and he's in the mix now. So, like, I think it I think it opens up a lot of things there. Does it make the Dodgers that much more of the team in the National League, though? Does that does that eliminate the Padres in your mind right now? No, Machado, he's got a sprained ankle. It's not broken. It's gonna miss probably two weeks. Listen, the Angels you lost bring, 14 look, games in two weeks and they're out. If, if you bring back, if you bring back Tatis and Machado for the playoffs, Tatis can't even swing a bat yet. September's a long time away. You get me three more months, you get him back for the playoffs, you get Tatis back, you get Machado back. If everyone's good to go with that pitching staff, the way they've been throwing the ball, yeah, they're, they're live to beat anybody in the National League. We'll see. Dodgers are the team to beat. There's no debate in that. But the Dodgers go through these weird moments where, like, they just offensively they go silent for a couple of games, a couple of almost like a week, and then they lose know, two or three to the Guardians over the weekend. Yeah, like they've well, got like games three runs. And like, it's like, wait, where did the runs. offense go, guys? Like, wait, where, what happened to the Dodger yeah, offense? And, and now Betts is hurt, so they've lost. You know, obviously him. Yeah. Freeman's been, man. So I don't know. I, I I think the National League is way more wide open than the American League. I think it's three or four teams that could come out of the National League. I'm not sure anybody beats the Yankees. Dodgers, Mets, Padres, Padres. Giants. I mean, you don't want to Giants. match up the wrong weekend with them, right? With Webb and, and, and the Redone Braves and, and the Braves play the oh, way yeah, they're by playing. The, way, the Braves, yeah, yeah. the Phillies, <laughs> so, Phillies are coming around. So I think the National League playoffs are or National League playoffs to me are, are intriguing. The American League playoffs are kind of like 
who was behind the Yankees, <laughs> like everybody else. The, the Yankees should be the odds on favorite to win the World Series by a ways in my mind. I know. They're not they should even be, the odds on favorite. They should be by a ways. Like they're the best team in baseball, heads and shoulders better than everybody else. They win every damn day. So I mean, annoying. And, in, and they do it in a different way each day. Like it's yeah. not, they do it in a multitude of ways. It's not like a one-way, two-way thing. They, they do it in a variety of different ways, which is really impressive. Sometimes they do it with pitching. Sometimes they do it with offense. Sometimes it's judge. Sometimes it's Cole. Sometimes it's the bullpen. I mean, they just, you know, there's a variety of ways that they do it. I really expected Tampa or Toronto to just be a little more competitive over the weekend, and they weren't. Yeah. You know, they actually increased their lead on them, taking two or three. And now they go to Tampa. They can sh- they can lengthen the lead out here with the series against Tampa. It's it's really impressive what they're doing. They're doing something that, um, you know, when you look historically, like the starts of season. JD Jeff Dawson sent me a text. This is like, um, oh, who do you compare it to? A team that started out the past twenty years like this, um, and they kind of cruised in the back end. Now, once you get that double-digit lead and it's August, you just play 500 and they can't You're catch good. you. Right. It's just, you, know, you just you literally run out of track. There's nowhere to go. Finish line is right there. So um, we're not at that point yet, but this is this is gonna this is a big time. The rest of this month for the Padres, next 10 to 14 days, they gotta play, I think, 500 or better. Mm. You can't have a four and twelve stretch right now. It's not gonna. It's not gonna bode well for them. Jose Ramirez out another game with a thumb injury. What a shame. MVP felt like it was almost a lock for him. What is this? This is one of those lingering things. This scares me. When I, when I, hand hand injuries and wrist injuries for power hitters concern me. Yeah. Um... Cleveland's right there too, challenging to actually make the playoffs and stuff. This is going to hurt them a lot too. Mm. I mean, as far as player awards, it's judges to lose in the the AO MVP. I mean, he's Unless now he hurt. Yeah, he's the <laughs> minus money favorite. It's June twentieth. It's it's it, you have to lay one ten to bet right. on Aaron Judge to to win the American League MVP. <laughs> Think about that for a second. Otani and Trout. Or second and third choice, same price. And then it's Jose Ramirez plus 950. I mean, I'd be looking at Jordan Alvarez, 21, mm-hmm. Devers. Devers just keeps doing it for this Red Sox team. God just literally shows up and hits. And he's doing it in the field, mm. not being a, you know, an error machine. He's actually making the plays and they're measuring those metrics where he's saving runs. Instead of you know being a break causing proposition, crossing runs. Right? Yeah, like listen, they throwing used to the ball, him. throwing the ball away like he usually does. Just, just right, just you know, like now he's actually making the plays and he's not costing where it was break even, where he was you know, yeah, right, responsible for scoring runs, but he was also responsible for giving, giving them up. up. Now we're at least at a break even level. Um, we'll see, we'll see how that that bodes for Cleveland because I think right now. We get into this debate as it gets closer to the all-star break. Are you buyers or sellers at the deadline? Cleveland right now is a buyer. They may be one piece away from actually thinking we can make a postseason run. 
if Ramirez is out for an extended period of time and they fall back, sellers. Yeah, they'll they'll look and and, and move on. Um, before we think about a sports grid, let's get to get to a couple quick games here today. Uh, Mikolas and Brant and Burns going Milwaukee St. Louis under game. <clears throat> Total low. Let's see here. Yeah, first thought. First thought is under seven, seven and a half. Somebody already went to eight. Wow. Well, what was it? Eight up. last night? I thought what it was, was it last night? It was seven and a half last night. Okay. It's seven and a half over 20. Kept me off of it. Places now. Is um, that because of the bats for St. Louis? I mean, Miklis has like, been up and down. He's been, he's been good or not so good. He's been like really good or not, or not good at all. Uh, Miklas has is this the first game after the almost no hitter against the Pirates? I don't think so because I think it was eight and two thirds and was one out away from the no hitter. Uh, let's see. So, Miklas, let's see. That was his last start. It was his last start. Yep, eight and two thirds, one, one in, one hit, one run. Yep, not, not, yeah, six case. So, so is that why this is, you're, fa- you're fading? You're betting the this Cardinals. Is a bet against, yeah, I've seen it for years. They bet against it, you know. So they'll bet the dog or they'll bet the against him side. and yeah. over a lot of times. Okay. Interesting. So. Uh, and then one more Giants as a dog on the road. Freed on the mound for the Braves, Logan Webb on the mound for the Giants. Under. I like That's the dog. what this game is. I like the dog. You bet Logan Webb every time he pitches. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like I like him a lot. Baseball better. This is I like though. I like him. I just like yeah. him. I like I like yeah. Logan Webb a lot. He's one of my favorite guys to bet on. First five. You should look at first five. First five money line? Yeah. Or you can just, take a half a run, small minus. But I just think the the loss, the Giants losing yesterday to the Pirates on the road against yeah. the Braves. It's plus one thirty last night's down a touch, right? It's plus one twenty five now. Uh the game. Yeah. Giants one forty three, forty four. Damn. 42, other way. Fifty. Yeah. I didn't I didn't bet it, but I like the Giants to win the weight. I like Logan Webb. It's trending, <laughs> it's trending in the direction of up. So you to can get, wait a little bit longer. To get yeah. better. Yeah. They're betting the brave right now. So how do you feel about you, you, you like Max Freed? I like the game under. This is this is an under game. So so. Is it down? Is it is it eight or is it? It's eight flat. A couple of the books that I like to look at, um, offshore, have already moved to eight under fifteen. Oh, so right. I'm thinking I'm thinking it's an under game. You good pitching matchup. First game of the series. Giants off the trip. Did they play? Eight. Continuing the trip, rather. Have they played already this season? Uh, no. This is the first okay. time. Love it. Under. When it's the first first time through for each team to see mm-hmm. the other team's pitchers, you get Freed, who's been good. Webb is good almost every time he pitches. Game will be one nothing, 2-1 or something after five. Be Giants under are, first five, under for the game. Giants are 9-5 and five this year as a dog. Straight up. Pretty impressive. They've actually been dogs fourteen times, right? A lot of it gets the Dodgers and Dodgers against, and Padres. Yeah, against teams in the division, so they're dogs. Yeah. Then, so, yeah. so they get the, they get they get Ws. But um, 
you know, offensively, they've been good, maybe a bit better than we actually thought they were going to be offensively. Belts back and, too, but yeah, lefty pitcher for Freed or, you know, for the Braves. So all three teams, all three teams at the top of the division in the West have plus run differential Dodgers plus 114, Padres plus 62, Giants plus 43. Plus 114. It's insane. Plus 114 is nuts. But the Yankees are plus 143. So, how many plus, other teams are over 100? Scan it down none. real fast. None. None. They're right. both none. good. None. But they're both good. But 114 to 143. <laughs> like we hear plus 114. Like, damn, plus one. Yeah, Yankees are plus 143. <laughs> it's mind boggling. It's mind boggling what they're doing because. They they've won a lot of games three one, you know, they're getting they're an under team. They're not they're allowing an under they team. Are. The Yankees are an under team. Makes no sense, but they're an under team. No, nope. and it, it's just what they do. It's it's absolutely completely wild. But they are Crazy. an under team. So, all right, sports great. Thank you so much. We will back tomorrow. Appreciate it. Eleven o'clock after the Pat McAfee show. Hop on our Discord channel, betprep.com/slash/chats for the brigade after hours. Sports Grid, touch you tomorrow. If you guys on YouTube, stick around. We got more to come. Okay, let's get to the Circus Sports schedule of the day. The yes. Miami Dolphins. Yes. As we wrap up the AFC East, or the the the, uh, the team that everyone seems to be picking. The t- I don't want to say they're one of the hot teams, but it feels like they're one of the hot teams picked as your to be competitive to potentially. <laughs> Take a step pick, forward. Pick du jour. Yes. Pick, pick of the day for them to kind of, everyone's like, oh, here comes the Dolphins, new head coach coming over from the 49ers. Oh. They're going to run the ball. Two is <laughs> going to be so dangerous. They've got these receivers now and the accuracy. Tariq Hill coming over. How much does Tariq Hill move the number, do you think, for the Dolphins? Anything? Uh, as far as what season wins? Yes. None. Okay. Yes, fair. I know. I, it's called stalling. Matt says, redo the read. Yes, I do know do the read. It's called stalling while I open up on my computer that was taking a long time. Yes, I do know what I'm doing. <laughs> thank you for the, thank you for doing the help. Let's though. produce do, it. Yes. Hashtag Fero the producer. That's what I he's doing. I appreciate that, but that's called me stalling so I can get the damn file open on my computer. <laughs> uh, the Bustonian versus the book is being brought to you by Circuit Sports and the Circuit Million Four Football Handicapping Contest. Most exciting football handicapping contest back for another year. Circuit Million Four would deliver six million and guaranteed total prizes million bucks first place prize this contest once again will not take a rake any extra fees go right back in the prize pool every player makes five picks in pro football against the spread one pick one point most points you win a million at least a million entries are a thousand dollars max of three per player test your skills this season against the best handicappers in the world for your chance to win a mill for more information and contest rules sign up information log on to circusports.com all right so the, the the Dolphins are a team that their schedule matters to me more than others because of the weather. I love to see who they're playing early, what they're going to look like early, and whether they're going to have the heat. And they are going to have the heat, at least in game one against the Patriots, right out of the gate. They've got a home game. September 11th is going to be hot. They play Buffalo on September 25th as well. So this, to me, the Dolphins could get off to a fast start due to this. So let's go through this here a little bit here. 
Uh, the wind total is eight and a half, right? I got to pull this up. Let's pull this up uh, for the for the wind total. I thought it was eight and a half for uh, for the Miami Dolphins here. And let's see, wind total. Okay. Um, okay. So yeah, eight and a half over minus one thirty for the Miami Dolphins. Week one home for the Patriots. We did the Patriots on Friday. You picked the Dolphins to win this game, I believe, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. I'm going to say, I think they open up two and two. Okay. So let's just go these four games, Patriots at home at Baltimore, Buffalo at home at Cincinnati on Thursday night football. Do you That's agree? A hard stretch. It's a really hard stretch. And two of the games are at home with the heat of Miami, which I think it's a big deal. I think Patriots and Buffalo both. Now they flip around and play at Buffalo and at New England when it's in December. So that's not going to be fun for them. But early two and two start. Is that fair? Might be one and three. Okay. So we got. So they beat the Patriots and they lose to Baltimore, Buffalo and Cincinnati. That's the way. Which, which of those three is at home? Buffalo. Yep. Yeah. One and three for me. Okay, I'll, I'll go with it. At New York Jets. Win. Two wins. Home for Minnesota. Win. Three wins, I agree. Home for Pittsburgh. Win. <sighs> All right, I'll give it to you. So that means we're at four and three four. now. Yeah. Four and three. At Detroit. Tough way. You're way higher on Detroit than I am. Yeah, I think they lose. Uh, uh, well, it's it's at Detroit at Chicago back to back games. They're going to win one of those games and lose one of those games. Be Chicago. Okay. They'll split. So five so wins. Five. Home for Cleveland. Win. Six wins. Bye week in the eleventh. Home for Houston. Win. Agreed. We're at seven, right? Yeah. At San Francisco. Lose. At Los Angeles Chargers. When's this game? December. December 11th. Lose. At Buffalo. How about that three-game road? That's brutal. That's a a three-game road trip? San Fran, LA Chargers, uh, to the Buffalo Bills. Well, they go to San Fran and stay in L.A. But still, I'm not going back. Right. That's, but still, West Coast. They might beat the Chargers if that's a situation, but that's a brutal three game stretch. That's a lose, lose, lose. Home for Green Bay, December 25th, Christmas Day. Oh, they'll win that game. You think they'll win? They win. Yeah. Wow. They win that game late? Yeah. Yep. Wow. Yep. I would, I'm disagreeing with you. So, uh, I'm staying at seven. At the Patriots. Last game of the season? Second to last. 17 weeks. New Year's Day. January 1st. In New England? In New England. No chance. No, no chance. <laughs> Loss. Seven wins. You have eight. I have eight. Home for the New York Jets. When? I have eight. I have eight. You have nine. Numbers eight and a half. <laughs> Overjuiced. Overjuiced. Yep. I mean, I mean that schedule is. is I mean that three games stretch in some, December is brutal. That well, might be the worst. The, 
the beginning stretches. The first four games. Brutal. Yeah, the first. This is the first year head coach member, but and two at the quarterback spot. Patriots at home at the Ravens, home for Buffalo at the Bengals on Dear Thursday night. God, that could be zero and four with the new coach. Tua gets hurt in the back. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I think the bottom for for the thought. I mean, I think I just did it. The top is nine. I would only bet this under nine and eight. Yeah. I mean, the top, the absolute. I top mean, 10 wins eight. means like Tariq Hill and Tua are they're setting records. Like they're they're just they're ripping through defenses like they're not even there. Or the Patriots are having a down year. They win both of those games. Possible. You know, like that's that the only I mean, that out of conference schedule, go through the out of division road games. That's brutal. Yeah. Out of division road games that you are, just said. They go at Cincinnati, at tough. Detroit, at Chicago, okay. at okay. San Francisco, yeah. at the Chargers. <laughs> they may win one of those. One. The Detroit they should game. beat they, they might beat Detroit Chicago. and Chicago. They might beat them both. That's possible. They can win both those games. But I'm not positive they they win both Minnesota and Pittsburgh at home, though. Exactly. That's what I was gonna say. Now do the home games that aren't division games. Those are um Minnesota, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Houston, Green Bay. That ain't easy either. The I mean, there's some cupcakes. Houston's, Houston's a cupcake. Cleveland could be a cupcake if it's the rumors are true that Watson's out for the year. So it's interesting. I mean, it really, it, it really is that that's one of we've been doing all these schedules, and that's one of those schedules that's like, whoo, boy, that's going to be. Yeah, I would only bet the under two. I, I would agree with that. The bottom, the bottom is bad. The bottom, the bottom is five or six wins with a new head coach and an injury to Tua, no real backup plan. And like, this could go sideways quick. They could have the worst. They could be the bottom of that division. I don't think they can win a division. Jets are going to, how about that? But they, they could be the bottom or the Jets tomorrow for us. Jets are tomorrow. Yep. We'll do the Jets tomorrow. Can't wait. So we'll go through that. All right, props.com story of the day. Real quick on the avalanche and the lightning back to hockey here for a second. Uh, the Tampa's seven and one at home postseason this year. Seven and one, which is like whew, interesting. Uh, Colorado is seven and oh as a favorite in these playoffs, which is okay. They're seven and oh on the road. Wait, seven and oh is a, they've been favored every game. How can they only be seven and oh in the entire playoffs? Colorado's I mean, been favored almost every game. Every game? They weren't favored against St. Louis in every game, were they? On the road, yes, they were. No, no, this is 7-0 as a favorite. I'm, I'm just reading the story. So Okay. Reading the story. According, according to the story, they're 7-0 as a favorite. 7-0 right. on the road, straight up. Okay. Uh, the under is 10-2 and in Tampa's last 12 games. Makes sense. Except for the, except for the two games they got played in game lost, one, right. game one, and game two. Exactly. The over is seven and three in Colorado's last three games. Okay. Favorite and the over. Books are getting hammered with the favorite and the over here. Yeah. Story older than time. <laughs> favorite and over is the way they bet it. Do we go? We grew up needing dog and under. Do we fade today? Is it a good play to fade? The public, 
I mean, I think that's the that's the only way to bet it. Um, Boy. if you're going to correlate the two, Lashley. we talked about it earlier. Tampa yeah, and under, Colorado and over. I don't know. There's a lot of people that I respect are on Colorado tonight. <laughs> of course, they should be. Just on Colorado and yes. Not even. Uh, okay, betprep.com uh, prop bet of the day. Logan Webb over five and a half Ks is the prop bet of the day today. As I mentioned, Ooh. I like the Giants. So since I like the Giants, every time he pitches are. too, you like the Giants. With Logan. by the way, we we've been doing these plays in Spanish on yeah. bet props on TikTok and on. Um, TikTok and yeah. on, uh, Instagram. On, on Instagram with yeah. Jenna Garcia, yeah. six and one on the Spanish plays. We started doing it seven days ago. Six and one. The, More the, 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 the English More plays the aren't end. hitting. Yeah, the English plays aren't hitting, but the Spanish plays are six and one. So is this in so, Spanish today? No, this is the English play. The Spanish play is uh, Blue Jays White Sox over eight and a half. Done. Is the is the Spanish play mucho. Our play is uh, Logan Webb over five and a half Ks at minus 135. He's had six or more Ks in five of his last six, six or more Ks in four of the last five on the road, and six or more Ks in eight of the last 10 after his fa- team failed to cover, averaging 6.9 Ks per outing. Logan Webb going over five and a half Ks. We're going to pitch into the sixth inning. Ooh. You like so, the under? Yes. I think, we're, right. I think I like the under. I think he gets at least five. So we might need to get into the sixth, at least six and two thirds to get that last one. Um, but yeah, I would um, always looking to bet the under in these things. You know, I, if I was, right. to, if I was to bet them, I would always be looking under, but I like the handicap and that expect a quality start and a quality start is six innings or more. In six innings, he gets six Ks. Okay, we're good. Over. Okay. You? Time for better. I like over, yeah. I like the Giants to win the game. I like Webb to be good. Yeah, I, w- I would same game parlay that. Okay. Under, Webb, and somebody run the numbers for me on that. So Cal DJ or something. Tell me what the same game parlay is for Webb over five and a half Ks, Giants money line, and the under. I bet that's like nine to one. Whew. Akbar just jumped in the chat and said, skip the jet schedule for tomorrow. <laughs> don't blame you, bud. Don't blame you at all. I don't blame you. Yes. We're doing them all, but I don't blame you. Uh, not one bit. Uh, I mean, better to book it. People be, listen to that. Yeah, it's fun. Better to book it being brought to you by Fliff, getfliff.com, the social sports book. They put 25 bucks in your account simply for signing up. If it's legal in your state, go to getfliff.com to download, use the promo code props. When you sign up for a new account, they'll put 25 bucks into your account. All right. I hemmed and hawed over this like crazy. DraftKings had this available. If you guys want to bet this, I don't know what it is now, but you could bet this in regulation in pay less juice. I paid it at Circa last night. Team total avalanche over two and a half minus 140. Betting it or booking it? Book it. Wow. You think two goals? It's the only way Tampa can win. I don't know. I want to see more hockey. So I would, I, think I they, would say we'll be fine. I don't want to lay over. Uh, I don't want to lay 140 with this, but this makes perfect sense. To bet the over? Yes. Wins at three. Win went to three last night. Plus 105, but it still went to three. That's the number. You're supposed to put a three. Yes. I mean, they're okay with pushing. Some of these places, they don't want to push. They'd rather make the juice minus 140 again. (laughs) 
Everybody did. I mean, it was minus 150 at the Westgate last night. Of minus course. 150. Like, yeah. what are you doing? 150? Come on. It's telling That's crazy. you we don't want you to bet it. That's all. That's minus too much. It's too That's much. Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. But I can't bet. I, I can't see them scoring two goals tonight. I just don't think Tampa can stop them. They might score three goals in the first period. <laughs> it might be. <laughs> this might be three in the first. You might have think, no sweat at this thing. At second period, uh, they may have three. Look, goals. I'll tell you this. If the game in game two went normal, like a three, two win for Colorado, I would be on Tampa and I'd be on the under, but because game two was so lopsided, I just can't stomach going into this game and betting the same right. thing I bet in game one and game two. I just, I feel like it's a fool's errand to do this. Like anticipating Tampa, Keep on thinking Tampa's going to do what they should do and then watch them not do it. For sure. It's one of two ways of looking at it. It's either that's going to happen or don't believe what you saw and you're, you continue to do the same thing. Like the book puts up the same number regardless of the results. So, Over, yeah. Uh, under eight and a half, Angels and the Royals. Oh. Jeez. I'm betting on Bubik. Have you seen Noah Syndergaard's numbers at home? Yes. Absurd. His yes. splits, Dave, his splits. He has an ERA over six on the road and an ERA under one five at home. Yeah. I'm not sure I've seen a starting pitcher with splits like that. That's insane. Well, I think one of the, one of the ones, one of the road games was he got shelled. They left him in like, so I think it's a bit skewed, but you're right. It's, it's still drastically different. And Bubik, you're actually good looking at this game. Who he's good have? on the road. This, he's good. This kid's this, been good. We faded him. We said they could shoot a triple A. Yeah, he's been good. Yeah, this is this is a three one four two win. How many people at this game tonight? Did <laughs> got it one hand ten <laughs> on Monday this night. Monday Angels night. Royals, Bubik versus Syndergaard. Ah. Uh, it's going to be a hard one to go to, to go. We'll turn on and be like, but it looks like there's 8,000 people, even at an angel game, which gets a lot of people just because it's yep. there. Um, yes. Bet it. I guess. <laughs> I, I guess. This is one of those things. Okay. Like, baseball guy. This would have been on the radar of even looking at this stuff. I, I broke down. I broke down literally every single game on the slate today. And this, the, the, these two games are the only two games I could actually stomach betting. Uh, the numbers well, we play Yankees, out. Yankees, Tampa, Cole. Why would McClanahan. I bet that? Why am I betting? Fantastic game. It is. Who wins that game? Tampa. That game can go over. That game can go. I mean, that game should go. It's six and a half. Tampa. It's six and a half. It should be under. What am I betting six and a half for? I was like, I'm not betting six and a half. Screw you. Like, it's ridiculous. Under six and a half. It was seven and a half. Yeah. Okay. Six and a half. I'm not putting money behind that. Yankees have a three-run home run in the eighth inning and go for off a reliever and blows everything. Right. No, thank you. I want no part of sweating an under like that of a six and a half or a three and a half first five. Right. No, thank you. Three. Not Some places three. use three. Yeah. I'm not sweating that. No, yeah. thank you. What so about Toronto I, and the White Sox? Barrios White Sox are Lance so Lynn. inconsistent. Oh, my. And the Blue Jays, where are they right now? I mean, I don't know what to do with the Blue Jays. Like, you think they're going to be where they are. They're up and down like crazy. I mean, these games, I went through them all. I, I handicap. I, I could not come up with sides. The only other game I come up with besides this one was the over in the Cubs and the Pirates. Over eight. Over Cubs and the Pirates. Eight, yeah. That's probably not a bad bet either. 
They've had one game where they scored 21 runs and won 21 nothing. The Cubs may end up actually being favored in that game on the yep. road. Yep. Which means you got to bet the Pirates. The Cubs are horrible as favorites, by the way, this year. I can't. I mean, like, that's what I just said. It. I think like, the Cubs are 4 I was kind of saying it without saying yeah. it. The Cubs you know? are 4-15 and 15 as a favorite this year. Can't. I mean, They're horrible. They, they could end up as a favorite today in Pittsburgh. Like, come on. Yep. Seriously. Yeah. They're Stop. really bad. But Pittsburgh, I, I, I need four runs out of the Pirates today. I think I get four runs or five runs out of the Cubs. I need four runs out of the Pirates. Swinsky, baby. JT Brubaker is so bad. He is brutal. <laughs> like he is Pirates just and under tonight, baby. Well, Pirates have been an under team. They, they, they've been Pirates an under team. Under tonight. So that's what I mean why I need four runs out, out of the Pirates. Because yep. I need the Pirates to bring the bats that they brought yesterday to the Giants. I need, <laughs> I need our winning le- le- and our winning lefty to go deep. What? Nothing. Just listening to you talk about the oh. Pirates. And I looked at the card this morning, the baseball card, and I was like, you know, I wonder where he's coming with. Can we call it just the picks now? Do we have to just, just for another week? We call it no. the juice or what? Call it just picks. Yeah, just the picks. Just call the that. picks. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I was like, oh, I wonder where he's going to come today. I was like, oh, well, I know he's taking San Francisco for sure because yeah. the web's on the hill. Yep. And I'm looking I, at the rest of the thing. I'm I like, I, I can't yet. believe you don't have the Red Sox today. Why? To play in Detroit. Uh huh. These are games they lose. They lose these games. It's a little heavy, isn't it? It's extremely heavy. And they lose these games. These are games the Red Sox. I know better than bet the Red Sox in this game. No freaking way. I'm not touching them today. This is where it's like, ah, oh, easy. Lay the juice. Red Sox went got $2. No thank you. On Wikowski. Josh Wiskowski. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Tomorrow, depending on what happens today, tomorrow maybe a play on the Red Sox. First game of the series for a lot of times, you know, for people new listening to the show, the first game of these series are tough, especially when they're the first game of the entire year where they're playing each other. It's literally the first time seeing the other pitcher. Is this kid's name Bo Bo Brisky for the Tigers? Is that his his name? No, Fiedo is starting. No, 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 tomorrow, I mean. He's one in five of the 3.79 ERA. The kid tomorrow. Oh, let me look. I didn't look at the Bo Brieski. Because if his name was Brewski, I may have to bet on him. Brieski. Brieski. Oh, yeah. It's close. Do you remember stuff that you take for your stomach? Brieski. Well, what? Did you ever no. hear of that? No. We used to sell it at my, at our, my dad's <laughs> store. Brieski. It's like pop, pop, fizz, fizz. It's like Alka Seltzer. Ah. Uh, but but you, you put it in a cup and it bubbles up and it settles your stomach. Okay. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Favorite thing about favorite thing about today is what your voice is going to go. We've been two hours. I got to save your vocal cords. Um. So for Father's Day yesterday, yeah. I told Kendall she insisted that I show the card that they got me. So oh. it says celebrating you, and oh. then inside, it's Superman flying over the city. Wow! And it Metropolis. just says. Very cool. It says, hope your day is just as amazing Aww. as you are. Aww. And she signed it. Love the three Ks and the one J. Really I've sweet. never used that expression before in the house. You but now you're going but to. It's Kylie, Kelsey, Kendall, and wife's name is Jessica. So she took it upon herself to sign it. Love your three Ks and one J. 
There you go, Kendall. Now you're producing the show. You're in the <laughs> chat and you're telling everybody what my favorite thing about today is supposed to be. Now go eat lunch because we're done here in two minutes. Amen to that. Uh, I should, I'm glad Madeline's not, she's at camp today because she'd want me to read her. She got me a very sweet book that I was that's very much nice. of the same vein, very same vein as that, as that card in, in, in a similar way. Uh, my favorite thing about today, obviously, was what we started with. The Just the Picks is now that cat's out of the bag. I can talk about it. We've announced it. The video's on my Twitter account at Sports Talk Matt. Go and subscribe to Just the Picks right now. The people who have reached out, um, it's look, the community we built with the juice is incredible. And it's really something that I am very protective over and I'm and I'm very um connected emotionally to. So it's really nice when they're like, we'd follow you off a cliff. So wherever you go, we right. go. That kind of makes me like it, it it warms my heart and it really makes me feel like, okay, it's you know, because I'm I'm not gonna lie. I don't know what this is gonna be like. Like I don't know how many people are gonna show up to it. Like it's right. you're leaving this nest that you built. Like I built this warm, comfortable nest, and I'm kind of jumping out of it, going, Are you guys coming? Or is it like gonna be Jerry Maguire? And you're like looking around, going, Who's coming with me? Yeah, and, peace out, bro. <laughs> See ya. And Renee Zellweger is like this one person, like, hey, like Mikey Awesome, like, hey, I'm coming, Mikey Awesome. Yeah. And you know, it's me and Mikey Awesome. Like <laughs> that's right. it. So I don't know who's going to be coming with us. So it's nice to get the DMs and the messages and, um, you know, people to support. So it's been, it's been a fun couple of hours. So, uh, some people will be happy that I'm leaving and there'll be a new host and some people will be upset. It's just how change is always like that. So right. people like it, people don't. So just the picks right now, go subscribe to it. Uh, video on the YouTube channel. So make sure you hit the like on this live stream, but also subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. So you'll see just yeah. the picks will be its own little, um, playlist every morning that'll be in there for when you get up in the morning you can watch it or you can listen to just the picks when it drops into your inbox and i He's, gotta definitely do this discord thing too better.com slash chat uh-huh we've added 100 people today we're rolling. we're rolling already that's gonna be a lot of fun to be in there that's Kids gonna, gonna be. yell at me for being on my phone even more now oh yeah for sure well saturday mornings i do a we'll start that next week saturday morning i do a live chat off the discord channel where we talk about the plays sunday morning on youtube for one hour on nfl games we'll break down the nfl slates every sunday i'm still putting that together how that's gonna work I'm trying to drag your ass onto it make you do yes, it sure. but We'll see what happens on Sundays. So we'll have Saturday and Sunday, college football Saturday chats on the Discord channel, Sunday live streams on the YouTube channel. You'll get a whole lot of us. So the BVB brigade will grow and grow and grow. And just kind of become part of it. The Just the Picks crew will become the BVB brigade. It'll all come one in, one in its own type of fun, happy family with parties in Vegas. He's Dave. I'm Matt. We'll talk to you tomorrow for the Bostonian versus the book.